All right, it is another week and another podcast here from the 509 to the 609 Sports Podcast. Ryan and Antonio back for another week. Of course, we took last week off because, well, there just really wasn't that much to Nothing talk about. going on in the sports world last week. And we really didn't want to do a podcast that was going to bore you guys. So we, we might have had to talk about like something crazy or something like that. Like Grass growing, right. turf being put in, and <laughs> emblems being painted for college football, which I think we're going to roll into, right? Yes, let's start with that. Let's get right to it. So college football week one. Well, they had games last week, but it wasn't really week one. I mean, you know, not every team was playing. But this week, this Saturday, the first Saturday of September, Labor Day weekend, you know, it's always a big college football week. And it was a big one this week for this year because they had a lot of primetime matchups this year. A lot of primetime matchups and a lot of upsets. Yes. And some big news. Well, not big news, kind of rumor news going in with the Big 12 and Pac-12 expansion, supposedly. So I don't know if you heard, but supposedly the Big 12 is going to invite UCF. Or UCF, BYU, Houston, and Cincinnati, an odd one. Um, <laughs> going way, in for the, it, for the Pac 12, or not the Pac, Big 12 bid. Isn't the Big 12 like all Southern teams? Like, like some of, you know what I mean? Like, like Texas and Oklahoma, not Texas anymore, but not anymore. You know, Oklahoma and Texas, and they have all these Western teams, but now they're going to invite like UCF. And it's just, it's just so bizarre to me. Like, some of the conferences and their like geographical locations of their teams. Yeah. And, it, like you said, geographical, and it's like West Virginia's on the East Coast, and right. they're in the Big 12. Yeah. And then, so that makes sense, I guess, with like UCF coming in, but like, if I was Cincinnati, I would push for the Big 10. Mm. You're sitting smack dead right there, and then you could rival with Ohio State right. more than Michigan could at this point. Because isn't I Cincinnati ra- ra- they're ranked number 8 this they're year? They're 8th in the nation. They, yeah. they had a pretty good win this Saturday, too, right. from the looks. Of, like, they're looking good. They're, they're looking like Boise State from years back. Like, they're that underdog team trying to, trying to get in the playoff now, trying to earn that respect. But it's like it's like Rutgers in the Big Ten as well. Oh, like Rutgers doesn't belong there, but at that point it's money. There's a lot of money at Rutgers University, which from the East Coast, I'm sure you know. Well, about. and I went to Seton Hall University, and that was our big rival. That's our big in-state rival, Rutgers, with basketball. Of course, we don't have a football team, but uh, the running joke in New Jersey for all sports fans is that Rutgers is just such a joke in the, in the Big Ten. But they got, you know, they got Shiano back, and, and we'll see what happens. Your cross-country team probably could have beat their football team. Yeah. You guys could probably get to throw some pads on and beat them. That I'll, running, I'll put yes, that out for there. sure. At least just run the ball down the field. Yeah. But, We'd have uh, more stamina than them, that's for sure. <laughs> right. But it's just, I can see, I see the BYU pushing forward. They're right there near the where the Big 12, kind of the, geographically they are. And they're independent, correct? No, they're in the Mountain West. Oh, okay, gotcha. They, they went the Mountain West, I believe, when um, Boise State did, when they made that expansion. Okay. from the. Actually, I think BYU was always in it, but they grew bigger when Boise State went from the WAC oh, to, to that, to make that West, big yeah. move when they probably should have went to the Big 12, or not the Big 12, excuse me, the Pac-12 right, years yeah. back mm-hmm. instead of the Mountain West. Okay. So I see it, like, I get Cincinnati trying to do that, but it's it's like, like you said, Oklahoma and Texas going to the SEC. It makes sense, but geographically, if you look at it, the SEC's those, like, four states right there. like, And they're like, you guys can come to us. Right. Like, the rumors, Ohio State's going to go to the SEC, and it's just like, that doesn't make any sense. Now you're just you're you're exploding the whole college football atmosphere right. geographically, regionally, you name it. And I mean, what's your take on it? Do you, what do you think for Cincinnati, BYU? I think BYU and Houston makes sense. They're yeah. right there. And yes. Houston needs to make that leap for what is it from the AAC, yep. the American the American, American Conference, Athletic Conference yeah. and they need to make that leap. And UCF needs to make a leap to a bigger one. Maybe the 
ACC. I mean, it's just like there's these conferences where they can go into, but what's so appealing about the Big 12? There's nothing appealing yeah, about right. it right. And the Big 12 is, is fleeting, and I, and I think it's smart for teams like BYU, like you said, like uh, Cincinnati, like a UCF. You know, teams that actually have winning records that have um, a history of winning because you, we know in college football that if you're not really part of a big conference, you're not going to get a lot of looks. You know, you might get a you'll get a bowl game, but it's not going to be a huge bowl game. You it's going to be like I mean? Tostitos or the, the PlayStation, right? It's never going to be bowl, whatever. the Big yeah. Four, or the Big Eight, or whatever it's going to be in the future. So yeah, I think it's smart. I think you hit it right in the head. I, I have no disagreements there. But uh, but college football, I just think they really need a commissioner. Like they they need somebody who's going to oversee the entire. King Caboodle, you know, what I mean? mm-hmm. like it, it just, it's just, it, I, I think the fact that it's run by different commission, different, you know, leaders and different conferences, it, it's just, it's just a mess. It's just a mess. And I've heard a lot of, you know, pundits say they really need a commissioner. They need somebody to, to get all this together, to get them unified and, and just, I don't know, just make it better, you know, just make it better. Make it better. It's never going to be balanced. No, Th- yeah. there's There's that, like, like look what Alabama just did to the 14th-ranked Hurricanes. Yeah. Like, that was that was bad. That was yeah, like a varsity yeah. versus JV scrimmage is yeah, what that right. was. right. Alabama's going to dominate. The SEC is going to dominate. You know, it, it just is what it is. And, like, it's like you have teams like Ohio State where it's, like, year in, year out, they're good. So it doesn't matter if they play in the Big Ten, the, the ACC, the SEC, yeah. independent like Notre Dame does. They're going to be good because they get all they get all the recruits up there. They get the top dogs on where pretty much where their state line yeah. is over. They get them from Michigan, Ohio, Iowa, which is in the Big Ten, which just doesn't make sense. That's why, know. yeah, and and you know, I hate to say this about college football, but it, it is like that. You know, it, the Alabamas, the Ohio States, the Clemsons, the Oklahomas, they're going to get top. They're going to get the first picks. You know what I mean? And, and unless like a big college coach goes to a school, like I know Steve Sarkeesian, he's in Texas. He's trying to get some big recruits because states like Texas, Ohio, Alabama, the South, they get big players. But I mean, it, it, for the past couple of years, it's always been Alabama, Clemson, and Oklahoma. I mean, that that's just the Ohio way it's State. been. And Ohio, Ohio State, State, right? It's been those four teams. And that's why they need the expansion. Yes. That's why teams like Cincinnati are like, then what's the point of us scheduling out of conference against right. these teams and they don't even want to play us. And I think that's why you saw a lot of big time matchups in week one because a lot of schools are trying to say, hey, like we're here. So. And a lot of big time matchups and it's just like like let's roll into like UW for instance. Oh, like God. when they when they made the the playoffs, right? Yeah. And I don't know if they were doing the field yesterday, but that was the worst highlight. Yeah. I didn't get to watch it. Because I couldn't find it, like, streaming and all that. Terrible. But the highlights are terrible. It's oh. like, I looked on ESPN. They didn't even have stats for their quarterback. Oh, like, it was like, they just stopped keeping stats, what was going on in the field. And it's just like, they have a new coach. I get it. But it's like, you're not going to have Peterson, which Peterson was, like, a football genius. Yes. But he's also, like, the head of the athletic department, I think, and the, going forward with UW. So it's kind of like, he kind of oversees what's going on. And it's like, you couldn't counsel them or anything. Like, maybe you should make this move. Maybe yeah. you should do this. And what scares me, they lost to Montana and FCS, which is like, that happens. Like, it's like Michigan years ago, you know. Appalachian State. The Appalachian yeah. State. And yeah. it, it happens. But you got Michigan coming up. And Michigan just destroyed. I do, I do remember who it was. I stopped I stopped watching them on the ticker. Yeah. But, they like, this is Mich- this isn't Michigan from last year where it's like, oh, what's Harbaugh going to do? Western Michigan, by the way. Western Michigan. Yeah. Thank you. And they, um, they destroyed them. And now it's like, so you're going to, UW's going to go to Michigan, oh. play in Ann Arbor, and you're going to think you're going to compete. It's not going to happen. Oh, boy. It's just not going to happen. But, of course, like, you schedule these out years in advance. Right. So this is when Michigan was trying to be. So this was supposed to be a scheduled, like, easy team for UW. Yeah. Well, I mean, they scheduled it, like, when UW was in the playoff and they lost Alabama that year. You, they kind of scheduled it back in that time where it's like Michigan 
was winning nine, ten games a season, and they'd lose to Ohio State. Right. And they wouldn't push for the playoff. It's always Ohio State knocks them out, Ohio State knocks them out. That's going to going to continue on for years to come. Yeah. I, I don't see that changing anytime I know, I soon. Yeah. Ohio State's just a juggernaut. I mean, they're that good. But it's just like, I don't know. It's just, UW scares me this year. I was going to project like project them like a sleeper to win the Pac-12 this year. Mm-hmm. Like that. That's how solid I thought they were going to be. And last year they played four games or six games, one, two, had the COVID. Oregon moved on because they had the outbreak and they couldn't play. And Oregon had a scare too. And so it's just like the Pac-12's not like... What I'm trying to think of like saving grace for their own their own conference because Oregon almost lost to Fresno State like last minute touchdown Oregon won it which mm-hmm. you have those scares like I said but you right. double lost to an FCS I mean UCLA just knocked off LSU who was 16th that's huge for them but what, can what, they you double had a number next to their name right they, 20. they were like, wow they were 20th and I and I thought they were ranked too low yeah going into it because they had a solid squad last year right. they. They probably would have won the Pac-12 with the shortened season if it wasn't for their outbreak at the end of it when Oregon, they're like, okay, well, Oregon's moving on. And so, because then Oregon won the Pac-12 and went on to the Rose Bowl and all that going right. forward. But it's just like they returned a lot of starters. They returned a lot of underclassmen that are now like juniors, and they returned some seniors. And they should not have lost. That's just point blank. I'm just going to yeah. end it right there. No, they sure. should have lost. And I was thinking like UNC. I thought UNC was ranked too high. Tenth. And they just – and they you scored one touchdown – yeah. Against who they lose to? Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech. Yeah. And Virginia Tech's, I'm going to say they're trash. Yeah. Like, they're unranked. It's just like, I had think they had like the Mac Brown hype from Texas. It's like, okay, you had a decent season last year. Mac Brown's turning it around. What he did in Texas with Vince Young 15 years ago. <laughs> right. You know, here here it is. We're going to give you some hype. And then right. you lose. And I mean, so what's your take on it? Do you think do you think rankings should be postponed to like a month <laughs> right. in? Uh, yeah, actually, I do think so. Because it, it's just like you said, a lot of it's just hype. It's hype around teams that have a big-time coach or a big-time quarterback. You know, I think they're very premature, uh, except for Alabama, except for the top four, usually, like we said. Like we said, the top four in the playoffs every year. Right. (laughs) But even, you know, you look at a game like Clemson and Georgia, I mean, Clemson didn't show up. They, I mean, their defense did, but boy, their offense just couldn't get it going at all. At all. I mean, at all. I mean, Georgia's couldn't either, but it was a defensive game, and... You know, we'll see. I mean, it's going to be an interesting season, I think, because it's a full season now. We have fans back. It's going to be a different atmosphere a lot of these games. And, man, but I, I just – Alabama just looks unstoppable already. Yeah, they're, already. they're always unstoppable is the problem. Yeah. They get the top recruits year That's in, year it. out, and they have five – five-star recruits sitting on the bench waiting to start their senior year. So it's just like they just have this just stacked squad of second and third triggers of like five-star recruits, four-star recruits just to just to have the Alabama like on their helmet, you know, the number yeah. on their helmet. And the, I think it's pretty incredible. red jersey. Yes, you know? and I think it's pretty incredible too because you look at college basketball, and I know it's a different sport, but, you know, Kentucky was terrible last year. Mm-hmm. Duke was terrible last year. All the Blue Bloods. You know, all the Blue Bloods just weren't very good except for Kansas, and, you know, they didn't even really – Kansas didn't really even play up to their ability. And so they got knocked out early in the tournament. They did, yeah. So, you know, it's just so impressive to me. Nick Saban every year can lose big time players like Mac Jones and <clears throat> excuse me, Mac Jones and big defensive players and these big offensive linemen and but he just replaces them with even sometimes even better players. It's Heisman just a, winners. Right. It's incredible, <laughs> man. It's incredible. And it's just like to add on to that. We were talking like the hype for Bryce Young a couple weeks ago, right? Because he was a true freshman going. Now he's a, now he's a sophomore, and yeah. all that money he was making, what seven figures? They're like he hasn't even played a snap yet. Oh, he was NIL a freshman deal. sitting behind, and yeah. now he's a sophomore, and he tore it up. Most touchdowns in a starting game with four. I think he threw for over three hundred yards, mm-hmm. and he was just. He got to the point where he's just kind of like. I don't want to. Not that I don't want to play anymore, but it's just kind of like he could have thrown ten touchdowns <laughs> right. against Miami, well, like the kid from Presbyterian. God, and it was just like, and then you, like you watch like Miami. Miami was fourteen. They were supposed to be like 
possible upset for Alabama, yeah. win the ACC, which they still can. Yeah, sure. Because you played the number one team in the nation. We're not saying you're, would you agree? You're not a bad team, but right. it's Alabama. That's just like smack right into a right. brick wall. Like, and I think that's the good thing for teams like Al- for, for teams like Miami and Clemson because they're not going to look poorly on those losses if they win the no. rest of the year. Yeah, you, you know lost I mean? to, like Clemson lost to number five Georgia. Right. They looked, they didn't look good on the field. But no. it's like you lost to a top five team. Right. Miami lost saying, to yeah. the number one team in the nation, defending right. defending national champion. Right. Like three out of the last five years. It's yeah, like there you go. It's like brick wall. Here it is. You're trying to get that possible upset and the respect going forward. But the ACC has the respect. They have Miami. They have Clemson, which like like the Pac-12 doesn't even have that. It's like Oregon almost lost, and that's their their go-to for possibly. You're thinking UW. That's probably not going to happen now. Right. But it's I I I think they need to postpone rankings too and. You see, like, ESPN articles on it, like Fox Sports. They're just kind of like, it's like you need you need to wait just because it's just like you got to see how the season plays out almost. Like, you know, like the top four. It's going to be Oklahoma, Ohio State, Alabama, yeah. Clemson. We'll, we'll see with Clemson this year. With, they don't have Lawrence, you know, and you could tell. Like, yeah, you can tell. How do you pronounce his name? <laughs> you, oh, God. DJU. I'm going to call him DJU. DJ, DJ like, ukulele or something. It's yes. almost like ukulele, you know. But <laughs> We'll it, figure it out We'll eventually. figure it out. Of, I'll hear it in a, in a highlight here coming up. But it's... It's like you could tell the playing style. People are like, oh, is he going to replace Lawrence? Is this going to happen? And it's like, no, Lawrence was a generational quarterback. And I think Dabo's going to see that. I don't yeah. think they're going to struggle. They're going to win the SEC. They'll get in the, tur- they'll the, get in the Final Four. Or the, the ACC, excuse yep, me. Yep, Thank yep. you. And they lost ETN as well. That's true. And the Jaguars just lost him. Yeah. Speaking yep. of, which yep. we can touch base on later in this yeah, podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. going forward. But, um, so what do you think? Who do you think is going to be in the Final Four this year for the for the college uh, football? Well, Alabama for sure. Uh, I think Clemson will win the rest of the season. I think they'll figure it out. I think Oklahoma has probably the Heisman candidate and uh, Spencer Rattler, potential number one pick. The fourth one is going to be interesting. That's going to be interesting. Maybe like an Oregon or, you know, they figure it out. Um, that one I'm not too sure about. I mean, I know it's Ohio State for most people, but I, I think Ohio State maybe might, you know, and they're starting to freshman at quarterback, I believe. So we shall see. But CJ, uh, what's his name? CJ, uh, we'll figure Up it out. Up in Ohio State. Ohio State. Uh, CJ Stroud. Stroud, there we go. So, yeah, I mean, I, I hate to be simple and basic, but Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, and and, and, and Oklahoma. I, I'm do I'm gonna do a hot take. So I'm gonna say Alabama, of okay. course. Alabama, unless Georgia. So it's gonna be between them or Georgia. Right. I'm gonna throw that. Whoever wins the SEC, they're gonna make it. Okay. But then it's like, do you leave Alabama or Georgia out if they're undefeated there to that go. point? Or like a couple years ago with like LSU with yeah. LSU, Alabama, right? Uh Alabama, Georgia in the From era. Right. And right. I think that was the Jalen Hurts era. That's when was that's when Tua came in and saved the day. Yes. And won it. So that was that national championship. It was. I that's where it's a toss up. I think he's got to wait for that one, but it's going to be Alabama, Georgia come out of the SEC. Okay, and then if it comes down to their like conference title and they one team loses and they're both undefeated going in, right. you, I don't think you can leave one of those teams out if it's like a one versus three, a one versus two at that point. Like they're if you're two of the best top four in the nation, same conference or not, let them in. I mean, you can't just penalize them for losing to number one Alabama or number two or three Georgia. You know, I think Ohio State's going to sneak in. So I'm going to kind of just like SEC is going to be the number one seed. Um, I think Ohio State is going to be the second seed going in. I think it's going to be Oklahoma. And I don't think an S- I don't think ACC is going to get in this year. Wow. I, th- I think Clemson's going to – they're going to have a second loss somewhere in conference. Just some sleeper is going to come up and catch them off guard, okay. which can happen. Yeah, just for sure. New quarterback, new rolling forward, new new players on it, you know, and they'll, they'll win 10 games. But they're going to have that sneak loss at the end. Okay. I think that's what's going to hurt them. 
I, I'm gonna throw it. I think Cincinnati's gonna make it this year. Really? Eighth, and I th- I think it's more like the committee's gonna look and be like, "Are you really that good? Let's test it out." And you're gonna play Alabama as the as the four seed. You know, you're gonna be the four seed playing Alabama. And they're like, "Well, see, now you can't compete." What it's like, yeah, Cincinnati. So they'll re- basically replace Notre Dame from last year. They'll be the four seed. I, yeah. yeah. And, okay. And which Notre Dame's had their, their shots multiple times, and it's never oh, panned please. out. Even the Manti Teo era where yeah. Alabama destroyed them that year, yeah. like eight years ago. It's just like Notre Dame never pans out. They never do. And so I'm okay with Notre Dame sitting now. But get, I say give Cincy a shot. They go undefeated, oh, like and, and they fall in the top five. Yeah. And Clemson, say, slips at the end of the season. Give them a shot, the small, the smaller team, smaller conference, and show like, okay, you want to be in the Big 12? Well, now you're going to play – not teams of this caliber, but this is what we expect if you're going to move to the Big 12. Okay. Kind of like in that. in that. So I say SEC team, Georgia, Alabama, one seed. Ohio State will be the second. Oklahoma third. That's hard. That's hard to pass up unless they have a random loss to like Iowa State going for Because Iowa State's legit this Very year. Very good, yes. And they're legit this year. And, and then since I say you got to give that smaller school a shot. Like, okay. Kind of like Boise years ago, where it's like Boise and TC, where they were third and fourth, but it's like, no, nah, but you don't play anyone tough enough. Then they implemented the the uh, the playoff for that, and you never see these schools like Cincy or the Boise of you know years past right. getting in now, or a Coastal Carolina, right? Which right. I don't think Coastal's on the same level as Cincinnati, right now, because no. Cincinnati they're they're pre- they have a pretty good squad up there in Cincinnati, and I think give them a shot. That's All it. Right. It's kind of well, plain simple. Give them a shot. That's what it, I would like to see. And that's why people wanted the playoff. And now that's why they want you to expand it. Yeah. And that's why you see the SEC saying like, oh, so we can have maybe four teams in the oh, playoff instead of two yeah. or three. Yeah. Could you imagine oh, Oklahoma, goodness. Georgia, and Alabama, and LSU? I mean. <laughs> All getting in. And then then you get like maybe Oregon, maybe a Cincy, maybe, you know, teams like that. BY if they move to the Big 12. So, I don't know. We'll see. I think they expand it from instead of eight to 12 teams. Yep. And give like. And then seed it kind of like the basketball tournament, you know, like one through one through six, first round, first seed gets a bye. Make okay. it simple. I like that. So like Alabama and Ohio State will have the buys. You can just give it to them the first game of the season and then let the other teams play it out. Well, it's going to be interesting, man. It's going to be a very, very good college football season. Can't wait for it. But of course, the big season, the big boys are coming back this upcoming Thursday. We're recording this on the 5th of September here on Labor Day weekend. So we're right before... When the first game's going to go down, of course, between the Bucks and the Cowboys, Zach Martin already out with COVID, so that's not really you know a good thing for the Cowboys. Uh, Dak Prescott's coming off an injury, so we'll see what Two happens injuries, with that. that shoulder and yeah, that ankle. If you've been watching Hard Knocks as well, you know, uh, kind of uh, surveying that situation. But the NFL season is back next Sunday. Can't wait for it, man. And uh, we wanted to do something where we would do like every other show is doing, but you never know who you're going to pick. Uh, we're going to do our, our division winners, we're going to do our Super Bowl winners, we're going to pick the big awards, and uh, let's get it going, man. Alright, uh, go ahead. Alright, so I'm going to start with the uh, the AFC East, the AFC Least, as it's been called very, very yeah. many, many times, <laughs> but, you know, this one's pretty much an easy one for me. We'll start from last to first. I mean, obviously the Jets are going to be last. I, I just don't see enough talent on this team. They're my favorite team, but I can tell you right now, I'm not a big Zach Wilson guy. I really wish that they drafted Justin Fields. I think he's more versatile. I think he's got a better arm. I think he played under better conditions. He played... Better competition, so I'm not a big Zach Wilson guy. And I know a lot of you know I've been watching the shows like Get Up and I've been First Take and the Hurts and well not the Hurt, but a lot of a lot of pundits on uh, Get Up like Marcus Spears and a lot of these other guys, Teddy Bruschi, have been saying, "Well, this this Zach Wilson kid looks like Aaron Rodgers." I, I don't buy it. I really don't. I, I just don't think this kid is very very good. To be perfectly honest with you, I think he can throw the ball. I think he's got a good arm. 
But he's got Corey Davis, and that's pretty much it. You know what I mean? So I, I just don't trust the Jets. Let's go to number three, the Dolphins. I, I, I'm i going to go with the Dolphins at number three. I know they were 10-6 and six last year, but again, I, the, two is a guy that I just don't think – I just don't think he's made for the NFL. I, I don't know what it is. I'm not a big Tua guy. I think their defense is really good. But you have Xavier Howard demanding a contract in the offseason. They made a little bit of noise. So I'm not really that fond on the Dolphins, to be perfectly honest with you. I think they can go like 9-7, and seven, you know, or 9-8 and eight, I, with the extra game I know, the extra game I'm now, yeah. take some no more, no more 500s. No. no more 500s. No, no. So, I, so I'm going to go with the Dolphins at 3. I'm going to go with the Patriots at 2. I think they spent all that money in the offseason for a reason. Their defense is probably one of the top five defenses in the league. They're going to get... Um, their star cornerback back. Uh, uh, Gilmore. Gilmore. Definitely. They're going to get Gilmore I mean, back. Week, week six. But they have J.C. Jackson. They have a great defensive line. They have great linebacking core who are coming back from COVID last year. So they, they opted out. They had the most opt-outs last year. And they brought Van Oy back. That's right. That's right, from the Dolphins. So And they have, uh, oh, the greatest coach of all time. So yeah, the I'm going to go with the Patriots at two. But the Bills are number one. I, I don't see how the Bills got any worse over the offseason. They brought everybody back. They brought Josh Allen back. Obviously with the... I mean, I think his contract's a little bit absurd. I don't think he's that good yet, but they had to they had to lock him up, which I think was smart. So I'm gonna go with the Bills at number one. All right, so we're staying the AFC least. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna go I'm gonna agree with you the bottom two. Okay, it's gonna go Jets. I think Wilson will have a good breakout rookie year. You think so? I think so. It's just it's gonna be him. He's gonna be the offense, right. and so it's everything's gonna run through him, and he's gonna have those like. How was their O line? I haven't looked much into the Jets. Well, they How had, had Mackay Becton. They drafted a kid uh, to play the the right tackle, but their guards aren't very good. Uh, you know, they're going to have to run a lot of stuff through Mackay Becton. But their starting running back is Tevin Coleman, who to me is the second option back. So, uh, you know, and he's again, their starter. He's their starter. Okay, so yeah. Jets fourth. Yes, of course. <laughs> I know you're fourth. not you're, you're not insulting <laughs> no. me, man. No, and it's just like as a Patriots fan, it's just one of those like I'm yeah. glad we can be friends during this. You know, yeah. it's just kind of like no like bitterness towards it. No, but, no, no. Um, the Dolphins, you know, I think they're gonna I think they're gonna be below 500. Okay. I think wow, okay. I think Fitzpatrick was huge in that because like when you bench your first round pick, who's like all the hype, it would have been the number one pick if he didn't get hurt over Joe Burrow with that hip injury. Um. Coming out of Alabama, national title winner, right? And it's just, you have to bench him for Ryan Fitzpatrick, which that's, there's no knock on Fitzpatrick. Twice, right? Fitzmagic, twice. Yeah. And, he, and Fitzmagic closed out the game. Do you remember the game where his face mask got pulled the to Raider the side? Game. Yeah, the and Raider game. He threw game. it to the sideline yeah. like 40 yards and they caught it. And <laughs> yeah. it's just like, he did that where Tua couldn't do that with no one in his face. And it's just, I just don't, I think that hip's lingering. I think it's, I think it's not a matter of talent. I think it's a matter of just that hips lingering and hips are bad. I mean, a hip knocks knocks Bo Jackson out for baseball and football, yeah. you know, and it's just hips. Hips are those scary injuries like like Achilles, like ACL. It's kind of like you're never the same after that because it's all core movement going forward. Sure. You know, moving around in the pocket or scrambling. It just takes one more hit that could knock him out. Right. Which I think that's in his head, too. Like, I think it's a mental aspect with that where there's just that mental block he can't get past. And I'm not saying he's mentally weak, but it's just like I've had injuries before where it's like with my ankles where I've broken both of them. And I'm just kind of like, can I still do that? Can I still, like, lift that weight? Can I still make that, like, cut on a field? Stuff like that. Or I think that's just lingering. It's just a matter of one wrong move, the hips out. I don't think he healed properly from it. Even, I mean... It showed. I mean, just like his mechanics were all off from when he was playing at Alabama, right? And I just think they'll they'll be below five hundred, but it's going to be a test year. I think I don't. I think if they don't go at least above five hundred, then you gotta. I see you 
you look into drafting a quarterback. You give him some competition. Well, or, you, or you bring a veteran in well, like Deshaun Watson right, if he's on say, the market. There's a reason why those rumors are out there. And you go from, from there. I So I know in the past I was picking the Bills to, to win Uh-oh, the he's Super gonna, Bowl. He's gonna pay. I know where he's going with this. They're still number one. Okay. They're okay. still number right, one. Never I'm gonna mind put page. I'm gonna put I was with the Mac Jones, not drama anymore. Not drama anymore. But the Bills are gonna win it. They're gonna probably win 13, 14 games. But New England's gonna be a game right behind him. I think there's gonna be that learning curve right there for um for Mac Jones going forward. But he like you said, they spent a lot of money. They spent they brought players around and they went back and it's just Cam Newton didn't fit that offense. I mean, would you would you agree on that? Yeah, oh, it, yeah. It's Mac Jones is that that pocket style. Um, distributing quarterback where he doesn't make mistakes, and if he makes a mistake, he doesn't make it twice. And they were saying that on ESPN about it, where Newton, it's pretty much like he made the mistake and he'd go out and do it the next drive. And I don't know if you heard about it, but Jones, I think they're going to win. I think they're going to win 12, 13 games. I okay. think they're going to be the number one wild card. Oh, wow. Okay. And I okay. think they're going to split it with the Bills, but it's just going to come down to like an out-of-conference loss where it's just, okay, the Bills, you guys went 1-1, one and one, but the Bills had this win over you type thing. And they're going to finish second, number one wild card. And I think they, I think with that defense, they could probably ride it to a Super Bowl, but you still got to go through the Bills and the Chiefs. Yeah. And those are the top dogs in the AFC. But the Patriots, they're on the right track. Okay. It's just rookie year. You got to work out the kinks. There's going to be those rookie mistakes, but Jones looked good. Jones looking good in the preseason. Um. What's your take with the whole with releasing a Cam Newton? Well, I think it was the right thing to do. I don't think Cam Newton really fit that offense. I don't know what it is with Cam. I, I, I like Cam. I've always liked Cam, but he's never had a back-to-back winning season. The whole COVID thing, not really that responsible from him. You got to think, they lost a quarterback of 20 years, six-time Super Bowl champion to another team, and they they had no money to spend. Yeah. They had, what, they had like... Less than a million dollars in cap space, and they signed him to like a, a veteran minimum of like eight hundred thousand. I think right, it is. Right. And he's kind of like, well, I need a job, and you guys need a quarterback, so here we are. That, and then they really resigned him. To, yeah. I think it was like, so they owe him still three, three I think it's three and a half million, but they signed him to a possible seventeen and a half million dollar contract, kind of like, and that was before Mac Jones fell to them. Right. I think. I think it's just perfect. He plays the same style Brady does. Mm-hmm. He fits that offense. He fits the perfect, hey, we're going to run first. We're going to be an RPO. And the reason why I say like he didn't fit very well is because Cam not, Cam's not really a pocket quarterback. No. No, I mean, he had he had like glimpses of it. Because like his rookie year, he threw for 4,000 yards his rookie year. I mean, he was the rookie of the year, and then he won an MVP, got the Panthers to a Super Bowl. But that was years past before the shoulder injury, before the like before he started really getting banged up. Like the league finally caught up to his athleticism, which sure. happens with the running quarterbacks. Yeah. And he's not accurate. I think he was accurate enough in the preseason, but it's like people are pl- saying like, oh, Mac Jones played against – um, second stringers, third stringers. Well, Cam did too when 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 uh yeah the when, Patriots when played their starters. They played their starters, right. and when they swapped, Cam still didn't put up better numbers than than Matt could. Right. And yeah. even when he was out for the COVID, the five days for the weird the protocol breach, yeah, he didn't follow yeah. the protocol right or something like that. And they're saying Mac Jones was like perfect against the Eagles with the starters the best, 11 ab- 11. The best ability is availability exactly. and I think that Mac Jones took advantage of that and I don't buy this whole like oh it wasn't because of that no it definitely was because of that like Bill Belichick he's not a no-nonsense kind of guy <laughs> he's a no-nonsense guy and it's kind of I don't want to bring like Kaepernick into it but it's like Kaepernick can play in the league don't oh, get sure. me wrong yeah. I, I think he could be a backup somewhere but 
Matt or not Mac Jones, excuse me, Cam Newton would be bringing so much attention to a backup quarterback role. Hence, okay. why I don't think any teams really signed Kaepernick. Right, it's right. like you're not going to bring more attention as a backup, and I think that's kind of the category Cam fell into. It's not a matter of the athletic ability, but you're a backup now. Either accept the role as a backup or go from there. And I think Bill, I think Bill, out of like respect for him, the previous year they had, you know, the growing pains, new team, all this going forward. There's rumors coming out of New England that Bill gave him the choice of a release or a backup. Pretty much, Max, our guy going forward. You know it. I know it. The locker room knows it. The whole world knows it. Max going forward. That's why we took him 15th overall. Right. I mean, when they did that, it's like, all right, he's he's not going to not start within a month, pretty sure, much. Sure, and, sure. And so I think he gave him the option, just out of respect for, for Cam, like, hey, thank you for everything, but you're a backup. If you don't want to be here, you can go test the waters mm-hmm. and collect your minimum from us, but you're— you're not starting here in New England. And that was, and I think like, um, who was like Jeff Saturday was saying that he wasn't even a Patriot, but he's just like, it just too much drama. You know, it just been too much drama circling a backup quarterback. And that's pressure as a rookie Mac doesn't need. Cause if he has a bad game, are they going to call for Cam Newton to come yeah. to the field when you know, it's not a better option, but yeah. Max going through those growing pains, just no distractions. Max, our guy for the next, at least five years under contract going forward. And he's a mini Brady. Man. I mean, the, his style. Not saying right, he's going right. to be Brady. Right, no right. one's going to be Tom Brady. It's like no one's going to be Patrick Mahomes. Right. But he he plays the same style. And I think, I mean, McDaniels has had athletic quarterbacks. I mean, I hate to say like Tim Tebow, but Tim Tebow is a scrambling quarterback. Mm-hmm. And in same way, similar to like Cam Newton in a way. Not the same arm strength, but they're both inaccurate. But they are mobile and big quarterbacks that right. can make plays. But it doesn't work that way, McDaniel's offense. They're a run first and RPO, and you hit the tight end, and you do your checkdowns. Cam doesn't do that. Cam just flings it as far as he can, or he throws it five yards in the dirt right. on a screen pass. You're I right. mean, they made the right decision. So let's go. What do you say? NFC East now? Yeah, no, let's we'll, we'll, we'll start with the AFC first. So we'll go to the AFC South, which has always been a very interesting division. It's changed like every single year right. at who's going to be the top. Number four, obviously, they're going to be the worst team in the league. The Texans at number four. I think them and the Jets will probably battle for, you know, uh, least supremacy. Team that could also do that is the Jags because they don't really have a lot of offensive talent. ETN's out for the year, as we talked about. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, look, I mean, he's that. He's really, really good. I think he's going to make a lot of great throws. I think he's going to be an impressive type of rookie like a Justin Herbert was. But you remember Herbert didn't win a lot of games. So, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. I'm going to go with the Colts at number two. I think... <laughs> As a lot of pundits have been saying, they've already had the season from hell. I mean, it's like with their injuries and, you know, what's going on with COVID. But I think Carson Wentz will bounce back this year. I think he'll have a decent year. I'm not going to say he's going to be his MVP year that everybody goes back to. Oh, my God, Carson Wentz. He had that MVP year. He's going to be a future star. He's going to be this. Well, he hasn't played like it since, you know, and he's gotten hurt. So we shall see. But I think he'll have a decent year, and I think the Colts have enough around him, especially defensively to get them through the season, and they can win at least maybe eight or nine games. And I'm going with the Titans at number one. I'm not going to really change anything up from last year, even though this division always changes up, because I think they have the best running back in the league. Uh, They have... Tannehill, who's been—I mean, let's face it—he's been great since he left Adam Gase. Uh, Mike Vrabel's a great coach. He comes from that Patriot way, and I'm going to go to Titans at number one. And I think they're—they're going to be not a threat to Kansas City, but I think they can be a very, very uh, good team this year. I think they're going to be a great home team. So I'm going to go to Titans at number one. I'm going to flip your two and three. Okay. I think the Jags are going to do better than the Colts do. Really? I think I'm going to go on a limb. I just think. I just don't think Carson Wentz is the answer. Yeah. And um I can't remember their head coach's name right now. I really don't follow the oh, Colts, Frank honestly. Wright. Frank Wright. Yeah, he and did. he had he had him in he had him in Philadelphia when he was the QB coach, right? And and that MVP year, I will and say. And the MVP yeah. year. Yeah. And then he was 
Well, that was the year he got hurt, right? And then they won the Super Bowl. But he was going to be, he was playing MVP. Caliber, he was, yes. And he got hurt. And it's that, that ling- like the same with Tua, that lingering, that knee injury. And then he's, he just kept getting, he became injury prone after that, which was, which is sad to see because he was a solid quarterback coming out, you know, as the number two pick from an FCS sure. school. Yeah. And it's just kind of like, it's given those smaller schools that chance, like, hey, you can play at a small school. Then look what um, Trey Lance getting drafted third overall. I there mean, you go. I mean, North Dakota State should make the leap to D one, but we'll see in the future. We should yeah. talk about that earlier. Maybe so you, another so you, time. So you're saying even with all the the all the kind of like they don't really have a lot of talent in Jacksonville. You still think that they're going to be, be second? I think you believe in Trevor Lawrence. I, I think, believe in Trevor. Yeah. I believe in the 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 resurrection of the franchise of Trevor Lawrence. And I I don't trust Urban Meyer. I trust Trevor Lawrence because okay. Trevor Lawrence he's a winner. He's just he's just a born winner since I think they're saying like peewee ball pretty much. Like he's never had a losing season. You looked at him in college. He won, was he won one title, right? Yeah. He won one title. His freshman year. Freshman I saw year. him playing. I told a coworker when I was working at FedEx, like, dude, this Trevor Lawrence, Sunshine's legit, man. Yeah. Sunshine's legit. And, <laughs> right, he, right. and he's like, oh, we'll see. And then they won the title that year. And yeah. he's like, and they blew out Alabama. And they blew him out yeah. that year. And then Alabama got the revenge later on a couple years right, later. Right, right, right. But it's, I think the hype with Lawrence is real. He's a generational quarterback. He's kind of like Peyton Manning. Or right? Andrew Luck. And, or Andrew Luck. Yep. And look at the, how bad the Colts were. And they had no one. And Andrew Luck won 12 games with them his rookie year. Yeah. I'm not, I think they're going to win nine games. They're going to be above 500. Wow, really? I think, I think they're going to win nine games. There's no talent. But I just think they're going to be like, hey, you know what? Let's I will, do it. Let's, well, you let's know just what? ride this wagon. Let's uh, just do it. Let's play hard because you, yeah. you got a lot of guys on contract year there. You got a guys trying to stay in the league. And when guys get hungry, and it's just like, and Lawrence isn't not going to be hungry because he's going to be like, no, we're we're bad, right? But I'm not losing. Well, I will say this: they, they don't have running backs. They don't have a great offensive line, but they do have DJ Shark. They have Chenault, and they have Marvin Jones. So they do have good receivers. Mm-hmm. I will say that. I will say that. And he was, and even it's preseason, but. Then one, uh, it wasn't the Colts. The, the Cowboy the, game. The, the, the Cowboy he, he game. He was, he was he was lighting them up, and That's he was true. playing. He was playing against. And Dallas doesn't have the best defense, but it's still a professional defense. And he was making those throws in college. Right. Like I was like, dude, this guy's doing stuff like Tom Brady and Rodgers and Wilson do as a freshman in college. Like it was just stupid what he was what he can do with the ball. And it's I think they're gonna win nine games, and they're gonna keep going forward. It's gonna be an attractive spot going forward. Wow. I mean, they won. They won. Well, it was a better team. I mean, Blake Bortles took them to an AFC That's championship. Right. I mean, he's <laughs> n- not even the same world or realm. No, like no, Blake no. Bortles. They had a great defense too. Yeah. They had great defense. Good, good running game. Yeah, you know, good offensive line. But yep. I think Lawrence just they're going to ride the wagon. You know, right. he's going to wow. I'm going to bandwagon. I think they're going to take second. They won't make the playoff, but they'll at least win eight or nine games. I just don't think the Colts are going to do it. I think Wentz is going to have an injury, which you never wish upon anyone. No, right? no. you never wish that. But it's just it's his track record now. The last couple seasons. And then you're going to ride Eason or Ellinger, and they're, but yeah. they weren't looking too hot this no. this preseason. No, so, they were not. And Houston's just a dumpster fire. Oh, I'm going to throw it out. They don't even want Watson anymore. What's going on with his his scandal going on yeah. and all that? And I think that's going to be a landing spot for Cam. Actually, I think that'll be a good fit for Cam because they run a similar offense that would fit his his tools of his game, kind of like Carolina. Right. So I think, yeah, I just want to flip the two and three. I think okay. Jackson is to go second, but I think Tennessee. Whew, I forgot about Tennessee earlier. I think Tennessee, Tennessee could be that dark horse for a Super Bowl. I think so, too. And you forgot to mention A.J. Brown and Julio. Oh, that's right. I mean, they lost, um, what was his name? He went to the Patriots, the tight end. Um, John U. Smith. John U. Smith, who, who's a good tight end. And Corey Davis to the Jets. And, yeah. and Corey Davis, but I mean, they replaced Julio Jones, one of the greatest. I would say when it comes down to it, one of the greatest ever. It's I like, agree. Pick your poison at that yeah. point. Do you want to guard those two on the on the outside, or do you want to? 
pack the box in with Derrick Henry. I think Tannehill's going to throw for over 5,000 yards. This I year. think I'm, so, too. That's going to yeah. be, and he'll be top three in MVP just because the weapons around him. Mm-hmm. Not his, his numbers are going to inflate because now he actually has weapons to throw. I totally to. agree. And so that's my, that's my uh, AFC South prediction. All right. Well, let's go to, the, I think, the most interesting division in the AFC because, boy, I mean, it is, besides the Bengals, three playoff teams potentially. So let's go, Besides let's, the Bengals, yeah. straight to it. Okay. So let's go to the AFC North. Of course, we'll start with the Bengals. I think Joe Burrow. I think they're going to be better this year. I think they can win five games. But I, you know, Joe Burrow, I think is going to have a good year. But the knee does bother me a little bit. It does concern me just a little bit. We'll, we shall see. I know Joe Mixon's still there. Another offensive line is is revamped. But that defense, they lost Carl Lawson to the Jets, who the Jets lost as well. Um, it, it's going to be tough for them defensively. So I'm going to go with the Bengals at four, three. I'm going to go with the Steelers. Okay. Okay. I just don't trust Big Ben. I think he's too old. I know he's got this like last dance mentality this year, but you're not Jordan. You're not Jordan. <laughs> you're a Hall of Fame quarterback, but I just think he's he's just too old. He's just too old. I don't think he's Brady. I don't think he can really, you know, make the throws that Brady does. I, you know, I, I I like Juju Smith, but he's more concerned about making TikToks than he is about winning games. To in my opinion, milk crate challenges. Yeah, the milk crate challenge. <laughs> it's just like I, he bothers me. I, I just don't think he's all in. Um, you know, I know they have not uh, Najee Smith, Najee Harris, uh, but you know, I, good back coming out of Alabama. Too. Yeah, but their running game was terrible. I don't think they upgraded that offensive line. Their defense is really good. I will <laughs> say, I think their defense can carry them to a winning record. But I'm going to go with the Steelers at three because I think the Ravens at two. I know a lot of people are saying, "Oh my God, you don't have the Browns at two. But I, I just think that you know Lamar Jackson might be figured out a little bit this year. We shall see. I think he's got to really. You know, progress as a passer, so I'm I, I'm not 100 percent sold on that. I think running, he's going to run rush for over a thousand yards. There's no doubt about it. But I want to see him throw for close to five thousand yards for the Ravens to be number one in that division this year. So we shall see. And I'm going to go up the Browns at number one, man. I mean, I know it's shocking to a lot of people to even hear that sentence come out of people's mouths, but. You know, they really have they have it all. I mean, they, they, they have the receiving core. They have a, the best offensive line of football, potentially. They have a great defensive line. They have the potential best defensive player in the league in Miles Garrett. Their kicking game is good. Their special teams is good. Uh, they have two running backs that can be starters. The only you know concern I have is Baker Mayfield. Can he be consistent? But if he is consistent, I'm going to go with them at number one. I'm going to agree with you one. I'm just going to get that. I think Cleveland's going to win the division. There we go. <laughs> uh, like you said, it's the Bengals. We didn't even have to say it. Yeah. Anyone's listening, they know the Bengals are going to finish last. The Bengals didn't make any upgrades besides, like, Gerald Burrow's come. Bleh, 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 bleh. They got Excuse rid me, of Joe Burrow has the injury. But and they got rid of A.J. Green, right? A.J. Green, which he's been hurt the last couple years. Yeah. Um, and they were even down when they had him and Andy Dalton. After yeah. those first five years, and it's like, A.J. was still putting up those numbers, but they weren't doing anything. They never brought pieces around and they didn't do that for burrow either they have the worst they have the worst line in the league and the knee concerns me with that because that's exactly what happened they, they last year a right. guy literally came up the middle a nose tackle and fell right on burrow's knee and it's like yeah it's i get you drafted his number one target at receiver for he's your been first dropping everything he's been dropping everything. i think that's nerves it's just he didn't even play last year so i think this is his first action he's seeing the sure. game's way fast even sec football right it's the nfl's faster bigger stronger faster players and i think he's just getting the reality check of okay i'm not in college anymore and i sat a year out so he's just the kind of year behind possible people coming in right but there's no offensive line and it's like you I get that's a generational talent receiver. We're, they're they're hoping, they're wishing, right? You gotta you gotta draft an offensive lineman. I mean, you gotta pre- excuse me, protect Burrow's blindside. I mean, he's coming off a torn ACL. I think ACL MCL, right? And he's your franchise 
you you have to invest in it. You have to invest in that. I mean, look at look what happened when Tom Brady tore his ACL. What's the first thing they did? They they brought a whole line in. They're like, yeah, he doesn't get touched. Right. right. <laughs> he doesn't get touched. Right. Aaron Rodgers had that had that injury. He doesn't get touched. He never got like major, but he doesn't get touched. Mm-hmm. You see the great coaches, the great franchise, the great teams protecting these players and that's why the Bengals haven't won a playoff game since what, nineteen ninety three, I think right. it was. Yeah. And so and they've had good teams, Carson Palmer and o- Ojo Cinco, you know, and Hushman Zad, even T.O. came over during that era. Um, they did the Andy Dalton, the Red Rifle with, you know, Andy Dalton, and yeah. which I think is one of the best nicknames in the NFL, <laughs> the Red Rifle. Yeah. <laughs> Only if you could perform to that caliber, you know, but right, right. Um, with A.J. Green. And it's just like, and they had a decent defense during that first five, that first contract year for those guys coming in. And they're just not making moves like the, the number one franchises make. You see like Green Bay making, Tampa making. With 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 uh, Brady now, like when he's in New England, like they're like you're not touching our guy. Even Seattle with Russell, you know, they're kind of like they're not the best O line, but they traded for Dwayne Brown. They're like, hey, we're trying. We just don't have assets to trade or money to spend. Right. And so, yeah. Bottom line, I'm gonna say the Ravens finish third. Oh wow. I'm gonna say the Ravens finish third. I'm kind of going hot takes right now because you know I don't want us to all have like the same idea, yeah, the same stuff, and all, all right, that. That's fair. Yeah. But. I think the Steelers defense is going to carry them to a, to a wild card. Okay, Tomlin's one of the best coaches in the league, and he proved it last year and the year before that when Ben was out, and he still didn't drop below five hundred. I mean, his his coaching's phenomenal. He's he's a no nonsense guy like Cower was when he's with the Steelers, like uh, Belichick is in New England, like Arians is in, in Tampa. I mean, you see just the the demeanor, the the culture in Pittsburgh. I hate saying that because I'm not a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. I'm not a fan of them. I'm not a fan of Big Ben. But they got a defense, but they don't have weapons on offense. Like I said, Najee Harris coming out, he's going to be a good back. He'll probably rush for a thousand yards, but they don't have a good offensive line. They're they're like middle of the road, but Big Ben's Big Ben. You know, so he's either going to have seven touchdowns or he's going to have seven picks. Yeah. There's no like just middle of the road. Let's just get it. I think they'll they'll get in to the playoffs with that defense. They're going to ride Ward. Okay. They're, or not Ward. Watt, excuse Najee me. Harris. <laughs> not, yeah, and they're going to ride Najee Harris, hopefully, and that defense. Because that defense is stacked. But, I mean, Juju's not a number one. He's maybe a, a second or third I agree. Best. I, and, I totally mean, agree. He had numbers when Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell were on that squad. Mm-hmm. When he was like, everyone's like, oh, he can replace Brown. It's like, well, Brown left, and Juju hasn't had a 1,000 yards no. since. Nope. And so, I think the, the defense will get them in, but the Browns, you pretty much hit uh, head on the nail. It's just Baker's their one thing. It's, can he stay consistent? I think he can. Um, they uh, what's their coach's name again? Oh, um, Stefanski. Kevin Stefanski. Kevin Stefanski. He he's kind of a no nonsense guy too. And but he comes in like they were winning in Minnesota when he's he a great was great offensive mind. Great offensive minded, yeah. and he has offensive weapons. And OBJ's coming back, and I think right. OBJ is going to be more humble this year, knowing okay, I'm still a number one tier esque. But this is Landry's team. Like Landry's been there. Like he's throwing touchdowns. I mean, you know, they're running sweeps and he's throwing touchdowns. He can probably well, think play with a, quarterback. Right, you know, right. But with OBJ, he's got to stay healthy. Man. Stay healthy. Yeah. And when you have that, like you said, they have a two-headed monster at running back. They have the be- I'm gonna say the best offensive line in the league. Yep. And that's saying a lot after Joe Thomas retired. Could you imagine yep. Joe Thomas was on the squad? I know. Poor Joe and- Thomas. He was there for all the bad, all the bad years that he was there as the best off left tackle of the league. And now they're the best like offensive line in the league, and he's not there. And he's like all pro. You know, he, yeah. like he could play. And he's like, you know what? I'm gonna stay with. I want to be that. And he was guy. so loyal, loyal. And oh. it's like loyalty kills you sometimes, you know. And yeah. it's just like he's That's like, that's Damian ah. Lillard, yeah, right? Right. Yeah. Which we we're gonna talk about that later when yeah. that season all starts up. But mm-hmm. but no, I think Baker will have a good year. I think he'll throw for like 30 touchdowns, um, 4,000 yards or so. 
but they got a good defense, and I mean, they could probably push for Super Bowl too. I mean, the I AFC think so. is, is getting it's catching up to the Chiefs at yes. this point. They have a lot of good teams, and they have the defense like, like, um, like New England does, right? Where that defense could could take them to a Super Bowl. I mean, Garrett. No one's stopping Garrett. Garrett might be defensive player of the year, honestly. It's sure. gonna be between him or Watt in that division. Sure. I mean, they're both animals. They're both monsters. You can't block them, mm-hmm. and it's just. They're well-rounded. I mean, they're as well-rounded as it gets. It's just the quarterback. Can Baker not make those mistakes later in the season and get them over the hump now? Yeah. So I think he's under contract year two this year, so they're kind of like, if Baker doesn't pan out, do you draft the guy mm, later? Do yeah. you try and pick an Aaron Rodgers from Green Bay, which right. could be a possibility next year? Baker's looking for that contract. And so I'm, I'm right there with you. Just flip the Ravens. I think Lamar's got it figured. I think they're going to have it figured out. They got enough years, on, enough years of tape on him, and— He's just not a thrower. I mean, I you hear the jokes like, "Oh, Lamar's a running back, right?" Well, it he's a quarterback. He throws for three thousand yards, but quarterbacks are throwing for four thousand, five thousand now. Right. Like your legs can only do so much when it comes to the playoffs in the fourth quarter, right? And you've seen that the last two seasons when they made it. The Titans the year before this last year shut him down. Then they finally got the revenge, and and was it KC that knocked him out? Yeah, KC knocked him out. KC doesn't have a good defense. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. Casey I think it might have, either them or the Bills knocked him out. I'm yeah. not sure. I forget, but yeah. But it's, it might have actually been the Bills. I yeah. think it was, it, it was the Bills. It yeah. was the Bills. Right. Thank you. And, and um, they shut him down. They have a good defense. And once you just have that athletic like linebacker or even just a spy on him and make him like, you're not scrambling past the line of scrimmage. Like, you're not going to run for 30 yards. You're going to you're gonna beat us with your arm. That's where it's going to kick in. And teams got that. It's like, you got to throw for like 4,000 yards, dude, to, to win this league right. anymore. All right, man. So let's finish off the AFC right now. Uh, this one is is going to be interesting, I think, but not as interesting as people think. So let's let's start with number four, the Raiders. I mean, I, I just think they have overall the worst roster in in <laughs> not not the AFC, but the worst roster in the division. It's it's make or break year for Derek Carr. I think it's going to be a break year. I don't think Gruden really wants him as his quarterback. To be perfectly honest with you, I think they can maybe you know trade up for a Spencer Rattler or Sam Howard in the draft. So we shall see with the Raiders. Rodgers. Yeah, or or go after Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, for sure. So I'm going to go with the Raiders at number four. I'm actually going to go with the Chargers at number three. And I know a lot of people have been upping the wins for the Chargers, but I think they have a, a rookie head coach. He's a young guy. I know he's a good defensive guy, but they need help on offense. That's that's what they they need help on. So I'm going to go with the Chargers at three. Uh, for the number two, I'm going to go with the Broncos. Uh, you know, I just I, I think they'll up their wins this year. I think Teddy Bridgewater can really be that guy that can you know um, just up their win total. I think I think he's a veteran guy. I, I don't think he makes a lot of mistakes. I think the Broncos have a really good roster. You know, defensively, they have a really good roster. I mean, they have Jerry Judy, but they 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 get Hamlin back. You know, they have a great running game with um, the guy who came from the Chargers. Help me out here. <laughs> oh my God! Now pop quiz. Uh, I'll get back to you on that one. Melvin Gordon. On I got yeah. it. Melvin, Melvin Gordon. Gordon. Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon at number two, and uh, so I think they're gonna up their win total this year. And for number one, I'm gonna go with the Chiefs. I mean, you know, I know a lot of people are like, "Oh my God, the Chiefs have a, a shot of going undefeated this year because of their schedule." No, no team is going undefeated this year. I think they can go for uh, fifteen two, but. You know, the Chiefs are the Chiefs, man. They have the best quarterback in the league. They yeah. have the, potentially the best wide receiver in the league, one of the best in um, in Tyreek Hill. They still have Travis Kelsey. He's going to go down as one of the best tight ends ever. Their defense is still there. They added to their offensive line, which is pretty much what lost them the Super Bowl, in my opinion. So we shall see. But at that, 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 to me, I don't think it's a really big surprise division. But, yeah, the Chiefs at number one for sure. I agree with you with the Raiders. I agree with you with the Chiefs. I mean, the Chiefs are probably going to represent the AFC. Yeah. I mean, if— 
unless the Bills or the Browns or even, say, New England or a team like that has something to say about it. I mean, we'll see, though, but it's the Chiefs. They have Patrick Mahomes. They're going to be number one, probably represent them in the in the Super Bowl. I'm just going to—I'm going to flip your two and three again. Okay. I think the Chargers— A lot of flipping. Because— I don't trust Teddy Bridgewater in Denver. Okay. Um, he's had multiple runs, multiple occurrences with multiple teams. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. He, but he's a winner. He When Breeze went out a couple years ago, he led them to, what, 6-0, and I think five it was. 5-0. 5-0, yeah. Five and, and, yeah. and Breeze came back, and it's like, all right, you know, you can start in the league. Well, then he kind of—well, where did he go after that? Like, I mean, I just totally lost— Well, like, he went to Carolina, and then— That's you right. Know, he did go to Carolina. Didn't really that's pan right. out there. They chose I, Darnold over him, so— Yeah, I mean— can can you blame him though? I mean, Darnold. I just think Darnold was in a bad system with the, with the oh, Jets. You're telling and, me. Which which we'll see what Wilson can do. But new new culture there with their new head coach in, in um with the Jets. But back, Sala, but yep. back to to Denver. They have a good defense. I mean, Von Miller when he's healthy, he's one of the best in the league. Sure, there's no doubt about that. Um, but with like they have the weapons on offense. They have Jerry Judy. I mean, who I think is gonna be one of the best receive top three this year if they throw him the ball. But Bridgewater is one of those like dinky dunk guys. And I'm gonna control the game. I just don't think. Their running game is enough to be that conservative, and I just don't think Teddy—he's not Teddy Bridgewater of Louisville days. He's not rookie like rookie of the year, you know, Teddy Bridgewater. That—that's all days in the past, you know. It's Herbert. Herbert's made that jump. He has weapon. Who's going to stop Keenan Allen? You know, and it's just if they can stay healthy, and they're getting Derwin James back on defense in San, or excuse me, L- L.A. this year. Yeah. Um, and he's—he's he's a bad man. He'll probably—I'm going to put it. Um, probably like a comeback player of the year type wow. type type season. Well, sure. I mean, he didn't even get to play. No, he didn't get to play his first two years. His first two years, and he's he's a bad man. Like they're they're saying like Jalen Ramsey esque. You wow. know, like he's he's just strong. He's built for it. He's he's built to be that 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 DB, that physical DB, that ball hawking DB right. that you don't throw to. Like he'll have one pick, but it's like he you just don't throw his way. That's because he's just that dominant in coverage. Right, and it's Herbert. I mean, it showed once he went in and like he was making those rookie mistakes, but. He's slinging it 50 yards downfield. I mean, he's he's going to not MVP, but it's just like the Chargers aren't going to be that good. But they'll probably win 10, 11 games, I feel. Okay. I, I feel with new new head coach, new culture. I think the team's going to they, they, they like Herbert. They're rallying around him in a way. And I got that, I've got that feeling the last game because last year they had seven one-point losses. Yeah. I saw that this morning when I was doing a little bit of article research and all that, you know, and they had seven one-point losses. So that flips their whole season right there. They're... they're they're an eleven win team if they flip those those losses and you know, just from what they had one more two points extra, you know, it's like they're they're possibly a playoff team. Right, right. And so but that's all I can really say with that. That division's not exciting. The Raiders are the Raiders. I think Gruden needs to go back to the booth. <laughs> yes. I mean, or commissioner of, of college football. Yeah. Of all of college football. That get Chucky ten, out there. But, ten year contract, man. But they're stuck with it. And I get it, but it's just like he's got those that like old school ways of mentality, and it's like you you won the Super Bowl with Tampa years back. I get that, but that's not anymore. Like, even Belichick's adjusted with it. Like it's my way or the highway yeah, type of point. doing the Patriot way, but yeah. he adapts as time goes on. Where I, I think Gruden's just stuck in Spider wide Banana world, you know, <laughs> Spider His, Two Wide Banana, Spider Two Wide Banana, <laughs> and it's just like that's not. You have the best tight end, one of the best tight ends in the league. But Darren Derek, Waller, yeah. I think Derek Carr's good. I just think he needs a new scenery. Oh, sure, he needs a new scenery. It's just. They'll have money to spend, and next year in Vegas is a hot spot. It's a hot commodity, like like bleh, like Los Angeles, yeah. you know, going forward for like sure. Las um, Vegas. It's, it's gonna be a hot spot, and yeah. so we'll see. But I think 
there's just got to be a culture change. Like I get it, Raider Nation, the black, you know, the black hole, black and silver, and all that. But it's like they need a culture change, and it's it's not Gruden. You you got to get more with the times because, like I said, Tomlin, it's his like Tomlin's his way. It, Belichick, it's his way. Arians, it's his way. But they're adapting as the league goes on. Knowing, could you imagine if they ran the offense that they ran with Tom Brady? Yeah, in New England still, like back in their first three Super Bowls, they they wouldn't win. And right. they're, they're, he's just too old school, offensive minded. Right. He's great for a booth, but I think his coaching days are behind him. Okay. All right. So that's the AFC right there. We're going to uh, get into our playoff predictions a little bit later after the NFC. But let's start with the NFC really quickly. Let's go to the NFC East. I got Philly at four. I mean, that's not really a big surprise. I think Jalen Hurts can be a good quarterback, but they just don't have enough around you know, him and Nick Sirianni, a rookie head coach. Nobody really has a lot of faith in this team. So I'm going to go with Philly at four. Number three, I'm going to go with the Giants. I think they're going to be improved this year. I think Daniel Jones, this is a make-or-break year for him. They have plenty of offensive talent. Kyle Rudolph, Galladay. You still have... Um, Oh, God, I'm messing up on his name. but uh, he, And he changed his number this year, too, as well, to number three. But you still have him. You still have a, a decent offensive line. So I'll go with the Giants at three. Number two, Washington football team. I think the only thing holding this team back is the quarterback position because they have a great defense, and they have Antonio Gibson. They have good wide receivers. But, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick's never been a winning quarterback, and I should know because, you know, he was on, on the Jets. <laughs> um, and they even went 10-6, and six and they still couldn't make the playoffs. So I'll, I'll go with Washington football team at two. And I'm actually going to go with the Cowboys at number one. Okay, I, I do. I think if they stay healthy, I think if COVID isn't you know ravaging them, I think they're going to be a decent team. I think Dak Prescott's going to have an MVP type year because he, before he got hurt, he was throwing for the most yards in the league. He was throwing for almost you know the top touchdown mark in the league. So I'm gonna, and I think if they stay healthy, they have Zeke Elliott at, at running back who still can be a top top back, one of the best offensive lines. They have good wide receivers, C.D. Lamb and Amari Cooper. Their defense is not great, but it's decent. So and I think this division is bad enough to where they can really be that number one team. So I'm going to go with the Cowboys at number one. I'm going to flip your one and two. I think Washington's defense is just too good. They're they're probably going to be the best in the league this year. Okay. I think they're going to be up there with like Pittsburgh. I think so too. With yeah. Buffalo. They're going to yeah. be a top five at when it's all said and done end of the year. I think Fitzpatrick, they're going to be like, all right, dude, we just need you to just ride us to 10, 11 wins and get us in. We don't even have a mascot, man. We got to have a winning season, you know, throw some little humor in there. But it's just a dumpster fire in Dallas. I mean, it's just you don't even know what's going on with Dak's ankle. If he's actually he says it's good, but is it is it really? He has that shoulder injury. It's Jerry's team. He does. He doesn't care as long as he's the star of the show. You're seeing it on hard knocks. He's like, no, Tupac, all eyes on me, you know, like it's like, you know. Look at me. I'm the owner. I pay the players. Like it's my team. Know, it's, it's almost like he should be the coach, it, it, right? Could you imagine? I'd I'd pay to see that. Because Mike McCarthy is the one thing I don't like about Dallas. He's not. He, he's not vocal enough. He's not really in your face enough. And like you said, I think Jerry should be the, the coach with all, all the. Jerry should, and <laughs> yeah. but it's like they, it's Jerry's world. You yeah, know, right? Like, yeah, literally. literally. It, the stadium is. It, they call it Jerry's world. Yeah. You know, and it's just. Like I said, McCarthy, I don't think he's a good fit for there. I mean, like, he was a good fit for, like, a team like the Packers. The, the, like, not a lot of media attention, very laid back, historic franchise. Dallas is a historic franchise. But you need a, you need a young buck, like a like a Cliff Kingsbury in there. You need, even a Pete Carroll would thrive in Dallas. You need that, like, rah-rah or, like, in your face, like Mike Tomlin. You're like, zero nonsense. Jerry's doing his thing, but this is my team. McCarthy, I just feel, is kind of like, well, it's my gig, I got a good team, but we can maybe win seven games and get in because our division's just that weak. But their defense is just terrible. Okay, their defense is terrible, and their their old line isn't the old line of of 2017. That's rushed for almost 90. Yeah, that like is 800 true. Yards. Yeah, and, yeah. And Dak was playing MVP lights out until he had that injury. 
and I I just I think that shoulder's gonna bug him. I think it's gonna be, but he's got a, he's got weapons with Ceedee Lamb. He's got Amari Cooper, which is one of the best duos in the league. You still got Zeke, but it's just. I don't think McCarthy's going to take him over the hump. I th- I think should, I think Kellen Moore should be the head coach. Wow. I'm, not, I'm not being like Northwest Pross, you know, oh, yeah, native of Prosser, Washington, yeah. not native of the of the <laughs> yeah, over here, you know, the Valley. But yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. he's just the, he's that offensive mind, and it's just you saw what they were doing last. Like they were competing. Dallas just didn't have a good team mm-hmm. last, year, and then Dak got hurt, and it's just like you know, I just man, think he, Dak is the big key. Dad, Dak's the big key. Yeah, and he uh, he got paid all this money, and so it's just like now you got it's time to put up or shut up. That's right. But I think Fitzpatrick's it's his, it's his last two raw, and I think he's got some good weapons around him. He's got a de- he's finally got a defense he can just ride. You know, I mean, like you said, ten and six. He's never had a winning season after that. He rode the the Dolphins' defense last year to what was it nine games? I think it was. Uh, they they won, actually like, won ten games. They won, yeah, ten games. Didn't make the playoffs, but they won ten games. But still, yeah. it's just like he's done that twice in his career, and the two times was with good defenses. True. And he has, like I said, probably the best defense in the league. Yeah. We'll, we'll see when it's all said. There's some good defenses around the league, but I think I think Washington football team is going to take that. And then if he wins, if if he wins the division, say he gets you to a Super Bowl or whatever, you just make him the mascot. Just throw that beard <laughs> on that helmet and just the Washington beards, the Washington Fitzpatricks, just yeah. go from there. If he gets him to a right. Super Bowl, I agree. Yeah. Make him the mascot. There's no voting. It's just his beard on your helmet. All right. <laughs> well, let's move on to the NFC North. I don't think a big surprise with people listening here. I'm going to go with the Lions at number four. I think their coach is – this guy is just really weird. He's very odd. <laughs> he's very in your face, but I just think he's very odd. I don't think they have enough talent around Jared Goff, and I don't think Jared Goff is very talented anymore, to be honest with you. So Lions at four. I'm actually going to go with the Bears at three because Andy Dalton. I mean, they're starting Andy Dalton. They're already off to a bad start, in my opinion. I know Matt Nagy is this offensive guru, but until they start Justin Fields, I'm not going to give him a shot to make the playoffs. So I'll go with the Bears at three. I'll go with the Vikings at two, which is where they've been the past couple of years. You know, Kirk Cousins doesn't really do it for me. Can he stay healthy? Can he avoid COVID? You know, we shall see. But, you know, I'm going to say their defense is good enough to where they can win at least nine and ten games. And, you know, they have two great offensive weapons in Jefferson and Thielen. So, you know, you have to really put them up at the top. You know, at least one or two, I'll go Jefferson's two. Jefferson's a bad man. Yeah, he is. He's a bad man. Yeah, he is. So I'm going to go with the Vikings at two, and I'm going to go with the Packers at one. I think this is a make-or-break year, obviously, for the Packers. It's going to be Rodgers last year. I think it's going to be a last-dance scenario. I think Rodgers is still going to play well. I think their defense, they brought everybody back pretty much. You know, um, let's face it, Matt LaFleur, I mean, he was doubted at first, but he's been a great coach. You know, 13 games his first two years. So I think this could be the year, and we'll get to our playoff predictions after this, you know, the divisions. But I think this could be the year where they make it to L.A. and the Super Bowl. So I'll go with Packers at one. Super Bowl, huh? Yeah. Packers. So there's your pick right there, Fred. Well, we'll we'll get to that. We'll get get to that. (laughs) So I'm going to go through there. Um, The Lions. It's bad. It's always been bad. What's his name? Dan Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell. He would be... We were just talking about Dallas. He would fit perfect with Jerry Jones oh, in yeah. Dallas. Oh, just sure. that dumpster fire they have in Dallas. He would be perfect. It'd be like, we're going to bite your kneecap off and all this, where Jerry would be like, you ain't buy no kneecaps off. If anyone's buying kneecaps, it's me. You know, like they'd, they'd have, It'd be media attention, and it'd be the greatest thing for hard knocks if he was their head coach. But Lions are terrible. They're a dumpster fire. I'm not even going to waste my breath talking about them. Goff, there was a reason they traded Stafford finally. You made Calvin Johnson retire early. Right. Thank you for that, I guess. You know, So he's not... <laughs> Just what he saw the playoffs twice in his career, and he's one once of the, one of the greatest. Got his gold jacket, you know. He's one of the greatest. Stafford yeah. saw it once, yeah, no, twice. Okay, he saw it twice, and well, now he's probably going to be. He's one of the better. He's with the, one of the better teams in 
uh, Los Angeles, we're going to get to them here. I'm cut sorely, right? Yep, yep, so, yep, yep. But no, Lions, not going to waste my breath with them. Worst franchise, probably. They're up there with the Mariners. I mean, they're they're that bad, you know? Just historically, they're just that bad. Yeah. Um, we go? I'm going to go Vikings three. Uh, I just think Kirk Cousins isn't the answer. You paid that money. You took a chance. It was that year when it was like Case Keenum was getting paid. It was between him or Case Keenum, you know, that whole thing. And then, or, and then, like, you spend eighty million on a quarterback, and because like who was it? it was between like it was Bradford and then Cousins. It was this, this, they had this weird like they didn't really trifecta have a choice. going. Yeah. It's kind of like he was the best QB on the market, and you had to snag him. He won in Washington when they weren't that good. He was or he was winning. You know, as a fourth, yeah. he was winning. He replaced RG three that in that era, and like like you said, they did, they had no other options. You had to pay for a quarterback. You might as well pay for this middle of the road quarterback instead of like giving money to like a Gardnerman shoe. You know what I mean? Where it's just like. They're, just, they're they're right there with the Lions. I feel they're just they got a new arena, they got good weapons, but just I just think they have enough. They have a decent defense. I think they'll they'll finish probably yeah. top ten. Yeah, they have a good defense down there, and they have Dalvin Cook still. Yep. But I just think the Bears are better, so they're going to go two. I think wow. the Bears. I th- you hot, think Andy, hot, Andy Dalton's going to do it. My hot take for the weekend: Dalton gets replaced at halftime of the first game. The first game, oh, the Justin Fields era starts wow. at halftime. Okay, because Dalton is that. Bad. Not that he's bad. Chicago has one of the worst offensive lines in the league. They're yeah. probably up there with the Bengals. Right, I mean, I don't right. know what they're drinking up there in the north, you know, for the Bengals and them to have bad lines and put their quarterbacks in harm's way. But Dalton's not Dalton of like his red rifle years when he came in the league with AJ Green. It's past. And he lost in Dallas in a weak division, which we talked about on our, on our last episode, where mm-hmm. it's like you couldn't even win when the, the the division was at its weakest point. Like you couldn't even win seven games to stay below 500 to w- even make the playoffs. He's not the answer. Nagy knows it. I think it's just like a security blanket because he's on the hot seat. The GM's on the hot seat. And he's like, okay, I got fields, but players are saying he's ready. Well, do you know that lo- the locker room, like, there's rumors coming out the locker room's like, excuse but they're pissed off. They're like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, we're trying to win now. Like, Khal- right. you have Khalil Mack. You have one of the best defenses in the league. You, I don't even think, they don't have many weapons on offense, but Fields is athletic enough with how bad that line is where he's going to become an impact. Yeah. And, he, and he can ride a defense. Yeah. I mean, you have all the players right now, all the personnel for him to ride a defense. A top, I say top five defense. They're up there, too, with all the other teams we named. You know, but it's like, you got to ride fields. You have to. You draft. You trade it up to get him. And Andy Dalton's not the answer. I, it's almost like a well. You promised me I was a starter. Yeah, that's you know what, what it mean? comes you, down you to. You promised yeah, me I was a starter. It's like a it's like a failed promise. That's like when New England named Cam Newton. Well, he's our starter, and then right. Mac got it. Yeah, so yeah. I think uh, it's not New England, but um, yeah, they're going to take a second. I think they're going to make a wild card. Fields era starts at halftime. That's my hot take for this weekend. Fields starts because Dalton's going to go like, oh, one for 12 or something. He's going to get sacked like four times in the first half, like third, three, something drastic in passing yards, like barely double digits. Throw Fields in there. Throw okay. him to fire. Just let let him ride. Just let the adrenaline, the anxiety, you know, kick in. Just let him do his thing. Let him be an athlete and let him win you some football games. You got it. You're going to lose your job if you're Matt Nagy yeah. in the gym. You're going to lose your job. Packers, they're going to win it 13, 14 games, maybe 15 just because – they're that good. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a Packers fan. I'm not a Rodgers fan. But, I mean, he's an MVP for a reason. Yeah. There's a reason he wants to be moved. He, I mean, he didn't they bring Randall Cobb back? To they kind did. Of, to cater for him? Yeah. And I, I saw a funny thing just kind of go off topic with it. 
Aaron Rodgers, it was a meme. It was a meme I saw on Instagram. Aaron Rodgers requesting Randall Callback is like Adam Sandler requesting Rob Schneider for all his movies. It's just like <laughs> you're just you're just making him happy. Yeah. You know? You're just doing what you can to make him happy. It's like you might as well bring Jordy Nelson back. You yeah. know, just bring the whole pack crew whole, back. Yeah. You know, John Coon and, and uh, <laughs> bring them all. Yeah, and, get that neck roll in there. Back yeah, there, yeah. You know? And uh, the guy who played for the Panthers all those years, I can't remember. Julius Peppers. Julius Peppers. Bring him Peppers. back. I mean, just bring the whole Clay Super Matthews. Bowl squad. Bring Greg Jennings back. All <laughs> oh, Greg Jennings. Yeah. But no, they'll. I mean, we're getting Super Bowl picks. They're going to be one of the best in the NFC. They're going to be a one or two. See, let's just throw that out there now. They're that good. Their defense is is solid. They have a good defense, finally, for Aaron Rodgers. And it's just, it's A-Rod. I hate saying it. I'm not a Rodgers fan, but it's just like, it's like Mahomes. You're going to doubt Mahomes. You're going to doubt Rodgers. You're going to doubt Brady. It's just like, they're top three in the league. And with those quarterbacks, that little little trifecta I said right there. But no, it's Rodgers. They're going to win it um, handily, 14, 15 points. I mean, all right, well, let's go to the NFC South. I don't think there's going to be a big surprise. It's going to be number one, but I'm actually going to go last is the Panthers. I'm, You know, look, I'm a Jets fan, so I'm not a big Sam Darnold guy. I just don't trust Sam Darnold. I know they have weapons. I know they have DJ Moore. I know they have Robbie Anderson. Hopefully, and this is what I'm really putting it on. If, if Christian McCaffrey, I just don't think he's going to stay healthy. If he doesn't stay healthy, I don't think they're going to be a very good team. You know, they have a college coach as their coach. I, I just, I'm not a big Panther guy. I don't think their defense is that great. So I'm going to go with the Panthers last. I think the Falcons will have an improved year, especially getting Kyle Pitts. I think Matt Ryan knows it's his last year if he doesn't improve. So I'm going to go with the Falcons at three. Number two, I'm going to go with the Saints, actually. Okay. I'm going to go with the Saints. I think, I think Jameis Winston's going to have a really good year. I think that they can be a fringe playoff team. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, but I think they'll be a fringe playoff team. I think they'll fight for that last spot. Uh, They brought everybody else back. You know what I mean? So we'll see what happens. Their defense is still going to be really good. Still have Alvin Kamara. I know Michael Thomas is out, but hopefully one of those guys can step up. <laughs> you know, the rookies can step up and, and take, you know, at least half or three quarters of his production back. And, of course, the Tampa Bay Bucks. I, I think they're probably going to be the best team in the league this year. You know, overall, maybe their overall record, they'll fight with the Packers, they'll fight with uh, the Bills and the Chiefs. But I, I do think that they brought everybody back, man. They have everybody back. You know, hopefully teams can figure them out and 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 reduce that win total. But I mean, Brady's Brady. Their defense is stacked. Their coaching staff is stacked. Still, hundred uh, percent vaccinated. The first person yeah, to do that. Yep, yep. So hey, I think they can run it back for sure. So go with the Bucks at one. I'm gonna. I can't. Agree. I can't disagree. Oh, okay, I, it, there we go. It's just one through four. You named it. I just cut it short. You know, with this conference, it's gonna. I think the Saints will make the playoffs. I think they'll be a wild card. I mean. I think Peyton, there's a reason why he kept Jameis to learn under Breeze. Like, you need to learn how to not turn the ball over. And they're going to throw the ball downfield. Like, he was on on a rope 50, 60 yards. Like, they're they're going to have a new offense that the league hasn't seen for a while. Even without Thomas, they're, I think Jameis is going to throw for 5,000 yards. I'm going to throw extra game of season, but he did it. In, He's done it. He was When he went 30 for 30, yeah. you know, ESPN 30 for yeah, 30, right. he still threw for 5,000 yards. I mean, could you imagine if he didn't? Throw those thirty picks. He probably been probably going to be eclipse six thousand yeah. and been MVP. Not eclipse it, but been right there, you know. And he he's not going to be MVP, but he's going to put up MVP numbers. Wow. Okay. But I think they'll squeak it. I think they have a good enough squad to like get that last wild card in. And the NFC stacked. I mean, football is well balanced around, which I love. You know, like we were talking about the NBA before. Like it's just more well balanced. Which is like, oh, like these teams, these decent teams can actually sneak in now they're good enough to get in the saints sean payton i mean Taysom, you have that little two-headed monster there for quarterback and you can do whatever you want with Taysom hill mm-hmm. i think he'll be their number one not number one receiver he'll probably be top two in receptions there's you're just be, line up dude 
go do what Michael does. He's right. not even in. And I don't think if Michael comes back, I think he'll be off the Saints next year. I think they're going to trade him away and get some picks. If he doesn't get in, it's just like he waited too long to have surgery. It's like, what are you doing? We're like, we're in training camp, and now you get this reconstructive surgery done? He got paid. He's collecting his paycheck. Can he blame the guy? I mean, he's the slant god. I mean, that's what everyone calls him. It's like he only runs slants, supposedly, right. which, I mean, that's a hot take. I think he does, too. That's why I don't have him in, like, top three, top five receiver. I mean, okay, top five, but not. he's not like a D-hop. He's not Devontae Adams. Right. He's not. I'm going to throw Justin Jefferson up there. Okay. Justin Jefferson had a great year. I mean, you could throw a D-line up there. Yeah. And then it's like. If Brady would throw to him more, Mike Evans, I mean, you could argue him or, or Godwin. I mean, it's one of those. They were top five when James was throwing to them, but Brady just, just distributes the ball, you know. So it's just it's just different with that. But it's, uh, man, just say they're going to get in there. Got it short. They're going to okay. get in there. Tampa, right. I think cool. they're going to win 15 games. They're mm-hmm. going to stay healthy. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to give Trask some playing time later in the year. Just to let Brady, like you're, dude, you're 44 years old. Yeah, if they, old, you they, if they you're have 44 the years old. Or, yeah. if we have the one or two spot, like you said, it's in between the, like them or the Packers. Yeah. Um, rest up. Let's just see what this Trask guy has and see if he's going to be your replacement going forward. I guess because you're 45 years old, you yeah. know, you're going Father Time's going to kick in eventually, but they're going to be Super Bowl favorites, you know, going forward. They they're behind the Chiefs in the rankings and in. In uh, the gambling world and all that, you know, Caesar's book. And so 15 wins, I mean, one through four. I'm right with there with you. Okay. So, hey, I, let's see what TB12 we finally, can do. We finally agree. We have an agreement finally, yes. but let's see what TB12 can do. All right. Now, this is going to be the most interesting division in the NFC. I think we both know this. And of course, our you know local team plays in that division. Let's go with the NFC West. And of course, number four, well, not of course, because any team can really make the playoffs in this division, but I'm going to go Arizona at four. I just think out of all the rosters, I think theirs is probably the weakest, I think. And I know they have Hopkins. I know they have J.J. Watt. I think J.J. Watt's kind of past his prime. He's not J.J. Watt, defensive no, player of the year. No, So I, I think their defense is the worst. You know, I'm not, I just don't trust Kyler Murray that well. I, you know, I I think out of all the quarterbacks, you know, I know you have Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance, but I, I think that, you know, he has to step up the most. So we shall see if he's going to do that. But I'll go at Arizona at four. Number three, I'm going to go up to 49ers just because I think they'll bring people back if they stay healthy. I think they have one of the best coaches in the league, but if they stay healthy, I think they can win at least eight or nine games to put them in that three spot. Number two, I'm going to go with the Seahawks. I, I do think, you know, look, they have Russell Wilson, and that's all you need from me. I think Russell Wilson's going to be an MVP candidate this year. I think maybe finally he can win MVP. I know they have they made a lot of noise in the offseason. I know they paid a lot of money for Jamal Adams. Now the other guy wants the other safety, wants his payday, payday as well, Diggs, but... I, you know, I don't know. I, I just think that, the, you know, if you have Russell Wilson, you have a good shot. And I think their defense can get it done as well. And I'm going to go with number one. And I know this was your Super Bowl pick, I think, a couple weeks ago. But we'll get into that after this. Uh, the Rams. I think the Rams overall, they're they're the the cream of the crop because I think that they have the best defense. I think Matt Stafford can be an MVP type candidate this year. I know they, their running back situation is a little dicey with Daryl Henderson and Sony Michelle, but Let's face it, they've never really needed a running back. I know they had Todd Gurley and, and he had one good year, but I, I don't think that uh, Sean McVay's offense is dependent on a running back. So I think their roster is the best. I think their defense is the best. You know, we saw a home team win a Super Bowl last year. I think they can, you know, maybe be a home team in the Super Bowl this year. So I'll go with the Rams. It's a tough one. Yeah, it is. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree with you on three and four. Okay. I'm going to agree with you on three and four. Um, 
I think the Rams are still going to be my Super Bowl pick, but I think Seattle's going to win the division. Wow. I think I think we're going to I'm going to jump into it cuz I know we're going to talk about awards here going forward. I think Russell's going to win the MVP. I hope so. I think I think it's it's Russ I it's saying a, that's hard to say. You have Mahomes, you have Lamar Jackson, you have all It's a quarterback award is almost what it is, sure. right? So, but Russell was the leader until they kind of I don't know what they were doing. But they got a new offensive coordinator. They got rid of Schottenheimer. I think he's in Jacksonville. No, no, no. I don't. I can't remember where he went. They have what's. I think it's Bevel. Uh, I tell you what. He used to be the Jets' offensive coordinator, and I don't even want to go there. So it's just like at first he was MVP. They were the one of the best teams in the league, and then it just went dumpster fire after that. I don't know how they won the division. I think Russell. So going to like awards, and I think they're gonna win the one seed. They'll be the third best in the NFC behind the Packers or the Bucks. The Bucks. Yeah. Right there. They're gonna be one or two, like we were saying. We agreed on. I think. Um, it's going to come down to Seattle being the third seed going forward, but they're going to win the division. It, but it's just, they're just going to get a not a lucky win. They're going to they're going to win their out of conference, their out of division games. I mean, they played the Colts week one, and you know when it's starting. Right? I mean, they don't have they don't have that tough of a, of a schedule. They're kind of like middle of the road. They've had a tough schedule the last couple of years. One of the hardest in the league. Sure, they kind of have a lax year, which is not saying much with the division they played and like what you what you hit on where it's like the, they could sweep they could sweep the the Cardinals they could split it with the Niners and they could split it with the Rams right. which they always seem to do yes. every year that happens with those three teams right there but then Arizona will get that one random win against them you know like they did in years past where it's like oh we're going to spoil your one seed or you even get in the playoffs type type win um but I think they're going to sweep I don't think Arizona has enough it, like you have D Hop, you have AJ Green, you have Murray. I don't trust Cliff Kingsbury. I don't. And either. I was hitting on him, like saying, like yeah. he'd be perfect for Dallas. That's another factor. But it's just like he wasn't a winner in college, and all he was was he coached Patrick Mahomes, and that got him a gig. Like he wasn't a winner at Texas Tech. No. I mean, he was like, six, and that was his alma mater, yeah, by the way. Yes, yeah, like seven and three, six and four, all that. But it's like, I mean, he wasn't a winner at Texas Tech. You won because of Mahomes, and then people were very like, eh, about Mahomes because he came out of your program. Now he's baby goat. You know, it just proved, like, your system just doesn't work. Right. And I think Murray, if he's in a different system, with all the pieces they have, it would it would work. But while it's not going to make a difference, that defense is okay. They're okay, but it's not like the team that Arians had years ago. Right. You know, it's not, it's not Matthew on that defense anymore. It's not... Uh, I think Chandler Jones is still there, but Chandler Jones is getting up there in age. That's Watts right. not never healthy. That's right. You know, and so it's just like they're gonna they're gonna have those injuries on the defensive side. And it's just like he'll probably throw for four thousand yards. Hop will have fifteen hundred yards, you know, but it's just like it's it's kit Cliff Kingsbury is their kryptonite in Arizona. I think like you threw a Pete Carroll down there, you threw like like a young like a step uh Cleveland coach, Stefanski. Oh no. I can never uh, pronounce Kevin, it. Kevin uh, Stefanski. Stefanski. Yeah, yeah. If you throw him down there. I think they could win, you know, because he's doing it with Baker. He could do it with Kyler. I think sure. Kyler's a better quarterback than Baker. Yeah, yeah, And yeah, so, yeah. but, but yeah, like, you want to jump into Ward real quick? So that's yeah, pretty much it for me for the West. I okay. mean, it's going to be Garoppolo drama with Nance all season. They have a great lights-out defense, but I think the QB play is going to be the problem, and I think they're going to ride I think they're gonna ride Garoppolo too long where it's too late for for Lance to save the day, yeah. you know, and yeah. just, especially in that division. That's the, that's the toughest division in in oh, the league, easily. oh, easily. in the league, I mean, and they have been for a while. I probably you could probably throw the last decade yeah. since Russell Wilson came in the league. You could probably argue that's the toughest division the last last decade or two. Yeah, you know, and so jump into it. Russell Wilson's gonna be my MVP. Okay, 
I think he's going to throw 40-plus touchdowns. I think Metcalf's going to have a career year. He could probably win best receiver or whatever is the – what is it, the award for the receivers that they can win? Should be called um, like the Jerry Rice Award or something like that. Something like that, you know. <laughs> but it's just – it'll be one of the top receivers in the league. I think he'll finish top five. Lockett, he's in the slot. I mean, they got – their line's better. I mean, but their defense – their besides KG Wright, their defense is pretty much returning besides what's his name at quarter. Um Griffin. Mm-hmm. They lost the Griffin twins. and But Griffin was a liability. Like, yeah, you he watch was. the game, he's getting burnt left and right. Yeah. And it's just like, it's like, all right, when are you changing it? Diggs is on a contract year. He needs to play well. And now it's time for Jamal Adams to step up sure. after your contract year, which I think that once they got rid of KJ Wright, I've said, I know we've talked about this in the past. You got to move Adams to, to, to like linebacker. You have to make him your your outside linebacker and let him just do his thing. You blitz him like ninety percent of the time he's on the field. You have him in that that low front seven coverage. Just move him there and then bring bring a young safety in that's athletic enough to actually be a ball hawker. Right. Like not not saying it's gonna be like Earl Thomas, but you just need athleticism back there for the cover two scheme you run. And Jamal Adams just doesn't fit that. He's one of the best in the league, but he's not a cover two guy. He's that guy that drops in where you blitz him or he's going to be that guy guarding a tight end or a slot. He's right. not going to, he's not the ball hawker that like Earl Thomas was. Even Cam Chancellor was better in coverage than that. And Cam Chancellor was not a coverage safety, you know? So I think they, they need to make that move with that going forward. But Russell's MVP, rookie of the year, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be Lawrence. I mean, it's going to be a toss between him or Mac, but I think mm-hmm. Lawrence is going to just have stupid numbers like Herbert. They're going to, like I said, they're going to win like maybe nine games, uh, which I'm hoping I want to be right with that, you know, but it's just, he's generational. I mean, I think Manning won rookie of the year, didn't he? And he won three yeah. games years He won back. like three games, yeah. And <laughs> right, then look what he turned out to be. Yeah, you know, the sheriff, yeah there you, you know? go. There you go. Um, I think Lawrence is going to win rookie of the year for offense. Defense? Shoot, I don't even know. That's a tough one. Um, I'd have to come back for next week. I'd, I'd have to look at that. Okay, I mean, that's fine. there's some big names. I can give come, you mine. Go for it. Okay, so, well, you we, well, yeah, have more, but I, I'm going to go with Micah Parsons on the down the Cowboys. Okay, Micah Parsons, like, I, I'll agree with you on that one. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he's just how he slipped to the 11th pick. I, I don't know. know. That's what I shocked me. I yeah. don't know. It's just it was just so offensive heavy in this draft right. for linemen and quarterbacks yes. and receivers and yes. uh, and going forward. It's. How he slipped, like, that's gold for Jerry right there. That's what they were hoping Leighton Van Der Esch was going to be. Right, right, You right. know, which if he could stay healthy, you don't know. You know, him and Sean Lee were never healthy in the past. Yeah. But I'll agree with you on that with Micah Parsons. Comeback player, It's if Dak can stay healthy, it's going to be Dak yeah. Prescott. I mean, there's just no way around that. I can't think of anyone else that had, like, a major injury and would be coming. Maybe Wentz? Because he got hurt. If if Wentz has a breakout year, it's going to be between those two. I can't think of anyone else that had that got hurt for a comeback. I mean, can you think of anyone for that for comeback? I mean, it's Dax to lose. I'm going to say that it's going to be Dax yeah. to lose. Okay. Well, for mine, you know, to be honest with you, man, I really don't disagree with you much. But uh, de- I forgot defensive. Real oh, go quick. ahead. Go ahead. Defensive is going to be Chase Young. Okay. Okay. Chase Young. So for offensive, uh, so for MVP, I'm going to actually go Russell Wilson. I do think Russell Wilson, I know it's boring, but I I, I mean, I can't disagree with you. I mean, I'm going to go with what I, my gut tells me. I'm going to go with Russell Wilson. I think this is finally his year. I think that's that's my mantra. It's finally Russell's year to win MVP. And he knows it too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he knows oh, it yeah. too. And, and, and plus, you know, hey, the, the Seahawks got to perform for him, you know, because he had an offseason where he's like, look, you got to get me more involved in, in offseason moves. So I will go with, with Russell Wilson, uh, Defensive Player of the Year. Man, it's hard. It's hard to go against what you said. But, uh, oh, man, Defensive Player of the Year. This is a tough one, man. I. I 
It, it, it's a tough one because I do think Chase Young probably is the favorite because he's so he's just so damn good for like in that for Washington, a second year player and that Washington defense is is what they are. Um, I'm actually gonna go with Jamal Adams. I think Jamal, Jamal Adams, Adams. Yeah, okay. I think Jamal Adams can be. He's got to. He's got to play up to that contract. So I'm gonna go with him. You think Seattle's gonna sweep the top players in the league? Uh, you think that? I don't Jamal know, man. I don't know, Whew. man. I, I just. I'm a Jamal Adams guy. I miss him on the Jets. You think him over Ramsey? As yeah, a DB? could be. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but but Aaron, then you have Aaron Donald. Man. Exactly. Wow. I mean, there's just too many good defensive players in the league just to. It's yeah, a matter yeah. if, if like Aaron Donald or Chase Young gets almost 20 sacks. Right. Or, right. Or. If, like Jamal Adams has a career. Well, you know what? Here. I'll go with Ramsey just because I think you you convinced me. I'll go with Ramsey because I think yeah, it is going to be hard for the to sweep the top players. But Ramsey's he's playing for that. Con- I mean, he has the contract. He's got to play up to it. You know, I think I think he'll be defensive player of the year, and I think that defense is just going to be unstoppable. Um, offensive rookie of the year. Yeah, it's hard to go against Herbert, man. It's hard. I mean, I, I you know, it ain't gonna be Wilson. I'll tell you that much. Lawrence. So, Lawrence, well, no, I, no, oh yes, yes, Lawrence. yes. It, it's gonna be Trevor Lawrence, and I ain't, it's, I'm just saying it's not gonna be Zach Wilson on the Jets. I just I have no faith in him. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'll go with Wilson. Um, D- who would you have for defense? Oh, I had Parsons. You helped me out with that one. You helped me out. Right, I have Parsons, and uh, I think that's it. Right, rookie of the year, did we, or comeback player of the year? Uh, comeback player of the year. Because he had that major injury, yeah, you got to go with Dak, man. I mean, I, I like I said, I don't really have a lot of disagreements with you on your picks. So, yeah, those are my uh, award winners. I mean, like you said, it's just tough. I mean, like you said, you try to, like, change it up for, for the sake, for, like, the podcast and the listeners and the viewers yeah, and I mean, all that. I mean, I believe what I believe, you know? I mean, but comeback, I mean, it's just, like you said, just, it's Dak's to lose. Yeah, like, and right, everyone exactly. even knows that going forward. It's yeah. Dak's to like lose. Like Alex Smith, it was his to lose when he started playing. Which you know? I think it should be named after Alex. After sure. that, after what he had, sure. Alex Smith comeback player of the year. Like, yes. I'm just throwing that out there. Players have talked about it. Executives, people around the league are like, nah, make that Alex's. Dude. Right. Make that Alex. Like what he did. I think he retired and he's coaching now, right? Yeah, he, I believe so. Yeah. He's gotten to coach. Yeah. I just saw like on the t- on the ASP ticker, ticker yeah, the quick yeah. ticker, but um, I mean, Super Bowl picks. What do you got? I mean, that's really we go. It Finally, our Super Bowl picks to close out the show. I know we're gonna get into some a little bit fun, a little bit uh, in a little bit, but um, my Super Bowl pick, man, it, it's hard to go against the Chiefs. It really is, dude. I I think Mahomes is gonna have another big year. I think they upgraded that offensive line, which was the one spot that they needed to upgrade on. I'll go with the Chiefs again, and in the NFC, I'm gonna go with the oh boy. It's hard to go against the Bucks. But I never like picking back-to-back. It's been so long since we've even had a back-to-back same teams. So I'm going to go with the Rams. I think the Rams are going to be the NFC uh, representative. I think they just have an overall greatly balanced team. They have a great coach. They're the home team again in the Super Bowl. So, yeah, I'll go with the Rams. Okay. I'm a, I don't think the Packers are going to do it. I don't think it's going to be— Because I had the Packers a couple weeks ago. I changed yeah. my pick. And— I think the Bucks are gonna make no. I think the Bucks are gonna beat the Packers if it comes down to that. But okay. I'm gonna stick to my St. Louis or St. Louis. I always say that years, I know. even years <laughs> into it, it's just you know it's inbreded. But it's just I think the Los Angeles Rams are gonna make it, and I think they're gonna win it. I think they're gonna win the Super Bowl this year. Like I know I said Seattle's gonna win the division, but just because you win a division yeah, it doesn't, doesn't mean because yeah. last year Seattle won the division, then they played the Rams at the wild card, and the Rams shut them down. Like it was stupid what the Rams did to them in Seattle. And I think with no fans and fans being back in the stadiums this year, that's gonna make a huge impact for Seattle. Like, I think Seattle's gonna win 14 games this year. I think the Rams are gonna be 
13, 14 games too. Like I said, with the division is going to come down to that one game. Just Seattle didn't have the fan atmosphere, and I think that's why they struggled defensively last year. It's you don't have the false starts or the miscommunications or just the that adrenaline that like players talk about. Even visiting, they're like, dude, the atmosphere in Seattle is insane. It's like Kansas City. It's like those those are the top stadiums for just crowd noise. You know, you can even throw uh, New England just for home field with their crowd. You could throw like. Uh, Denver, Denver's been told great home field with fans, even even the Packers. But I think St. Louis, St. Louis, I did it again. Excuse Los me. Angeles, Los Angeles. That's ten pushups. Right? That's ten <laughs> right, pushups right, after right. this. Yeah, um, yeah. Say, oh my God, there I go again. It's okay, right. Los Angeles, Los Angeles Rams are going to win the Super Bowl, but they're going to play the Bills. Okay, I'm sticking. I'm sticking to my picks from weeks past. I think it's going to be the Bills and the Rams. I just think, I think the Bills have something there. But it's got to be a win now. And the Chiefs, they have a better defense than the Chiefs. And I think that's what it's just going to come down okay. to is defense. They have the offense and the defense where they have the baby goat in KC and they have Hill and they have all this. But they have players in that secondary and they have the pass rush and they have the linebackers that can spy on Patrick. You know, well, like what what Tampa did in the Super Bowl. They just had a guy spying him the whole time. They yeah. got pressure. What They had the injuries on the O-line. Like, like yeah, you the, hit but on. the they, pressure was big. The pressure yeah. was there in... They could not get open, and they were right. they were hitting like Kelsey was getting hit, Tyreek was getting hit, like mm-hmm. they were having balls go through their hands, just like they were looking over their shoulder yeah, right. the whole game. I think Buffalo has that impact on defense too. Okay, to knock, I think they're going to be in, in the AFC Championship, but I think I think Buffalo is going to get home field, and I think they're going to ride it out. Okay, so I think it's going to come between those two getting home, like the one and two, but whoever gets home field is gonna is gonna go to the Super Bowl for the AFC. I for that, I feel, but I think Buffalo's going to do it. I think they have the curse from years back in the 90s. It, it's time. You can't make four straight. You got to ride it out because now you got players all under contract and Josh Allen got extended, but that doesn't start till next year. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to lose a lot of players. Like it's it's make or break right now in Buffalo. And who's your Super Bowl winner? The Rams. Okay. All oh, right, right. The Rams. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be the Rams. Um, I think St- Stafford's just, he's that missing piece. It wasn't golf and you saw it. Their Super Bowl run when they lost, and you saw it the years after. I mean, Stafford's going to have a career year probably with with uh, with Cup and, and Woods out there. Yeah. I mean, and he's got a decent O line. They got a decent O line there, and they got, he's got a defense finally that Stafford can just ride. Yeah, he can ride it, and it's just like that's going to come between them or Seattle. But I think they're going to be that wild card team that just pushes it through. It don't matter what what you throw at them. Where if it's in the the, the frozen tundra in Green Bay, or if it's in Seattle, you know, with those crazy twelves, it's Los Angeles is that team where it's like we don't care. We'll, we'll meet you any place, any time, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. we're just gonna we're just gonna run through your face. You know, like we're just gonna be that team. And yeah, I think it's gonna be Los Angeles. So. All right. I'm actually gonna change my pick. I, okay. I'm, I'm gonna change it from the Rams to the Packers because. I just in my brain I'm like, yeah, but Rogers, Rogers, Rogers. I, I just think Rogers needs one more Super Bowl. I think he needs one more Super Bowl. Or at least he needs to get to one. So I'm gonna go with the Chiefs and the Packers. That's like the ultimate like Yankees, Dodgers World okay. Series type thing, you know what I mean? But in football terms. I know they're playing each other in the regular season, but uh yeah, I'm gonna go with the Chiefs and the Packers. So I'll change my pick. I'll change from Rams to Packers. I know that's like not like the cli- the cliche thing to do, but it just in my head I was like Rodgers, though. Rodgers, Rodgers. Like, he needs to get to another Super Bowl or at least win one as well. So, for my Super Bowl pick, though, man, I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are, from top to bottom, I think they're the best team. I think that, you know, they have – now they have a revamped offensive line, and I'm going to keep going back to that because that's what Mahomes needed. I think if he has time to throw in the Super Bowl, he's going to carve them up. And I think their defense is good enough. I think their running game, if they stay healthy, is good enough. So, I'll go with the Chiefs. 
It's hard to beat it. I mean, there it's it's hard to beat that. Yeah. I mean, we had different picks, but I guess we'll we'll, uh, we'll see we'll see where it goes from yeah, there. That's right. And then finally, we're gonna do something fun to end off the show this week. And we talked about it last week. But our favorite all-time sports jersey. I want you to go first on this one. Well, I, give like a give like a top three, like give uh, a top three. Oh, top three. I only had one to be honest with you. But for top three, uh, well, see, I'm a big Denver Nuggets fan. That's my NBA team, okay. and I always love their powder blues. Their powder blue jerseys were my favorites. So I'll go with that as number uh, three. Number two, I'm going to go with. I, you know, I, I'm just a simple guy. I like the Raiders. I, I like the silver and black. Okay. I, I think okay. it's just such a tough look, man. That silver and black. And number one, I'm actually going to go with the powder blue. San Diego, or now, well, there you go. There we go. Me doing it. <laughs> Los Angeles, San Diego Chargers slash Los Angeles Chargers. They're powder blues. You know, I always used to watch highlights with Chris Berman, who would always say, that's my favorite jersey, you know, and his, and his, his, his crazy uh, gravelly yeah, voice. <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite. There he is, you know. So maybe it's just my, my love of Chris Berman that made me pick the Raiders 2 and the, and, the, and the Chargers 1. But, yeah, that's my picks. All right. Okay. I'm going to go. Classic. I'm gonna say Penn State. Oh, okay. I'm gonna say Penn State. The white, the the just the generic blue. I mean, I, Alabama's are right there, but there's just some of that blue, mm-hmm. just that Penn State blue they have, right? And it's just like it looks good on the football field. It's iconic. Um, Paterno, you know everything that happened. Still, it was just like you know, you know Penn State, you know the Nittany Lions. I'm gonna throw them three. Number two, oh, this is a tough one. Um, I'm not a fan of them, but the Yankees. The Yankees, just just the history, the icon, the pinstripes, like, you can't miss it anywhere. Like, around the world, people know who the Yankees are. Like, you know the pinstripes. Like, you could go to, like, the UK right now with the pinstripe jersey. They'd be like, oh, Yankees they fan, know. you know? Yeah, they it's know. Not my, it's not my favorite, but it's. I guess you could say it's my favorite. There's not my favorite It's team. just so classic. It's yeah. just so classy. And it's just, I wish they'd let them grow their beards out. <laughs> like, you know, like, I know I'm rocking a stash right now, and that's all you can rock with, um... With the Yankees, but let's just lean up, lean up on the uniform protocol. But I mean, that's one of my favorites. Going, even their gray uniforms are clean. Like it's just clean slate. That that Yankee blue they call it. You know that little that navy Yankee blue, and it's just it's just iconic. And I hate that they knock the Mariners out every year in the '90s and the early 2000s. But that's one of my favorite uniforms. Just they're they're away and they're home. Number one, I'm I'm going totally off the radar. It's the New Zealand national men's team rugby, the wow. rugby team, the All Blacks. Okay, going and everyone around the world knows who the All Blacks are. I mean, you know their their uh, pregame ritual dance they do. Oh, it's so cool. I mean, motivational speakers like Tony Robbins, Eric Thomas, all these guys are like, you see all the All Blacks hype up like this, but it's just my favorite color is black, and it's just a plain scheme. It's white and black numbers, but it's just so iconic worldwide. And once I saw that like ten years ago, I was like, dude, those guys are legit. You know, I don't know nothing about rugby but i remember the uniforms and it's just it's a global thing like you see it like said motivational videos like people know who the all blacks are like the yankees but it's just a simple black for me like you said with the raiders with the, with the black and silver it's like that with that it's just kind of like that's what i would just wear i could wear it on the street just their <laughs> uniform you know it's just athletic attire you know right and, right but no it, it looks good on the rugby field i'm trying to learn a little bit more about rugby cool but it's just you know it just it just sticks out to me it's, it's just, just cool just, it's it's like a it's you know you know the all blacks you know sports you know the all blacks yeah. like like I asked you before the show like do you know who the all blacks like I know them. I don't know you don't know right, right, know right. them but I know who the all blacks are right, so right. I just think it's just more when it comes to favorite uniforms in that sense I can be biased and say the Mariners like nineties the the Back to the Future uniforms which I think they should do yeah, more of that in baseball right. that, that's like the fourth just I, with I like the, their, the backwards uh, hat I like their know? teal jerseys too yeah. I, I don't like the teal jerseys no you don't like I don't, them? Like, I don't like that north oh, okay. that northwest teal I just I don't. They rock them too much. I feel, and it's just like 
during the Cano era, and I'm very, I guess, oh, right, bitter yeah. about that. Well, I understand. I, I like the Mariner blue, the okay. navy blue, but no, I like Penn State, Yankees pinstripes, and the All Blacks. All right. So that's my favorite. So we want to hear from yours on our Facebook page and our Instagram. We will share that. We want to hear it from you guys you guys personally on our on our Instagram and Facebook page and you know we'll give you a shout out if you share on it so we're looking forward to that for you guys interacting with us so yeah I think that pretty much wraps it up that's for us, right so. that wraps it up this week it was a pretty this was an exhausting podcast but in yeah. a good way but we <laughs> it was had a lot of information weeks, we had two weeks of prep for it and we're right. excited for football right. football's coming up football is back college and pro and we are so excited it's the 509 to the 609 podcast for Antonio I am Ryan signing off until next time see you next week guys peace y'all